Have good meditation? Mm-hmm. You are incredible. I couldn't sit as long as you. You are really good. How did you do that? <laughs> Lean on each other? <laughs> or use each other as pillow or something? Okay, I lay down first and you, you sit there. And, <laughs> and later we take turns. How did you do it? Is it okay? You can bear it? Wow, you're better than those Zen monks in uh, Japan. But I'm telling you, the Zen monks, they, they eat, some of them eat meat, right? Not in a temple, maybe, yeah, but some of them do. Uh, in Japan only, yeah, in Japan. I don't know how they sit so long. If you eat meat, can you sit that long? They sit only maybe once, once a while, you know, one week long. They sit like 15 hours per day. How many hours you sit per day here? Huh? How many hours? Tell me. Huh? 24 hours? Oh, you're kidding me. <laughs> Give us a break. <laughs> you didn't count the time you go out and drink coffee and then, and then you drink tea and then you eat snacks and then you eat breakfast and you eat lunch and, and in something in between. You didn't count that, did you? <laughs> Twenty-four hours, my foot. <laughs> Never mind, almost, eh? Almost, eh? You can count like twenty-four hours, eh? Because you can't even sit anywhere, you can't even walk around here. Oh, what a gruesome exercise. Well, who told you to come here? Hmm? <laughs> Did anybody force you or anything? No, huh? I don't remember they do that. Hmm. My goodness, yeah? Wow. Nobody forced you and you just come like that and sit until your bottom. <laughs> you feel anything around there? Yeah? You okay? You feel hurt? Yes? Then please go out. <laughs> go! <laughs> You're free, man. No! No hurt anymore? <laughs> wow, that's quick. <laughs> Even medicine takes longer than that. <laughs> hey guys, I really love you. <laughs> that's a good point, yeah? But I have a little headache and stomach problem. Did any of you have any problem? I mean, outside people? Yeah? What do you have? Stomach? Stomach. Uh, like loose stomach? Yes. Pooh. The kitchen better wash it well, eh? Where's the kitchen? They have to better put it in salt, you know, salt water, and soak it for three to five minutes in salt water, and then rinse it three, four times. You know, maybe the water here. Is the water here good normally? Yeah? Should be good, right? In France, the council is very strict, you know, with water. I don't know, maybe a different water, eh? You know, sometimes you change places, you have problem. me too. And a little headache. Any of you have headache? Yeah. Oh, no wonder. Oh. oh, my God. Okay, you have medicine already? Or you just do the the sound and it gets better? Yeah, that's that normally, yeah. But if it's unbearable, please take some medicine, okay? For peace of mind, yeah? Mm. I read you some beautiful stuff, yeah? Mm. A story of Moses again. Remember yesterday we have uh, poetry about 
a poem huh? about Moses and Egypt. The people outside can hear or not? In the daytime, they can, right? Okay. Sorry about last night. Last night was a good stuff and nobody can hear it, huh? But you produce quick, huh? And then all centers can have it and they can listen as many times as they want. Yeah? Okay? Until they understood. <laughs> because sometimes, even if you listen here, but you don't understand right away, and sometimes your mind wanders just a few minutes or a few seconds, then you missed it. You missed some point. The same when we watch television also, huh? We miss uh, just a few seconds of good, uh, good clues of the film or something like that. It happened, yeah? So it's good you listen again and again, yeah. Hmm. Once Moses was asking God to show him one of God's friends, and a voice answered him, Go to a certain valley, and there you will find one who loves one of the chosen who treads the path, I mean, the one who's going on the right way, like running method, for example. Huh? You know that, right? Hmm. Moses went and found this man dressed in rags, plagued with every kind of insect and crawling thing. So he said, Can I do anything for you? The man answered, a misery of God. Bring me a cup of water, for I am thirsty. When Moses returned with the water, he found the man lying dead. Oh, what a friend of God. So die so quickly. Hmm. He went away to look for a piece of cloth for a winding sheet. That when he came back, he found that the body had been all but devoured by a desert lion. Moses was very distressed beyond measure and cried out. You would know. Hmm? All-powerful and all-knowing one, you convert mud into human beings. Some are carried to paradise, others driven through tortoise. One is happy, another in misery. This is the paradox which none can understand. Then an inner voice spoke to Moses, saying, This man had relied upon us for drink, and then turned back from that trust. He relied upon Moses for his sustenance. Trusting in an intermediary, his was the fault in asking for help from another after having been content with us. Conclusion Your heart attaches itself again and again to objects. You have to know how to keep the connection with your origin. Ilahi Nama that's probably one of the uh, Sufis' master in the old time. Any comment? Hmm? Anybody know? Just sit there, wait to be spoon-fed. Ah, shasha. So simple, I don't know. Anybody know? Two candies. <laughs> Make it three. <laughs> no? Yes? You should rely on God. 
Yeah, that's correct. It's very obvious. But how in such situation? Hmm? He did rely on God all that time, huh? That's why he let all the insects, you know, crawling over him and bite him. And he doesn't have any decent clothes. He probably been sitting there a long time, meditate or something. Yeah. And normally he would have continued to rely on God until Moses came along. <laughs> that is a, sometimes the problem, huh? Yeah. Sometimes we feel very uh, contented, yeah, and uh, happy with our situation, yeah, and be and grateful. And suddenly comes somebody, and then we feel like, ah, oh, I have some help. Why don't I just make use of this help? Yeah, and that's the problem. Most of the times, in many things, even in the world, if you rely on yourself, you do it quick and even very intelligently and successfully. But there are a couple of friends in the house, and you ask them to help, you know, while you're doing something else, and they mess it all up. No? Did you have such experiences? Yeah. And then you have to start it all over again, and even worse than before, because they mess it all up, <laughs> that you have to repair it first, or you have to work around it in order to, to make it correct, yeah? Similarly... I don't know. Most of the time, when people are alone, they are more happy and contented. Yeah. I also remember one of the saints or yogi in, in, in India, a story about a yogi. Um, he was sitting in a mountain cave, you know, meditating all by himself, and were happy, and drinking Ganges water, and eat whatever in the surrounding, or whatever he can afford. And then slowly people discover him, you know? Like, oh, there's a holy man. He must be holy if he sits alone in a cave, you know? <laughs> and looks so happy, then he must be holy. So everybody starts telling each other to come and worship him. They come, and then finally one guy says, Master, you sit here all alone. Aren't you lonely? You don't feel lonely? He said, in fact, I did not until you guys came. <laughs> It's true like that, you know? Sometimes when I was in a cave alone, you know, I never felt lonely. I feel so happy. And many of the things I discover, you know, mostly in there and of a high order. But I remember when I was in Sihu or Meoli, for example, huh? every week people come by thousands to see me. And I have to take care of them and a different demand, and I have to give them some talk or something like that. And after they left, I feel kind of empty, you understand me? Like they take everything away, <laughs> and I just left like so dry up or something like that. It's not that I don't love people. I'm just telling you the feeling that come as a byproducts of those time, yeah? yeah. So I was thinking, after Meoli, you know, uh, or other ashram when I give lecture every weekend. After that, I was thinking, when I wanted to go into retreat in a cave, I was thinking, I will never last one minute. <laughs> you know, but I love to go there so much that I thought I must go. And I brought uh, provision, you know, canned food stuff, <laughs> nothing much, <laughs> and some something so that it, don't, it lasts long, you know. And I feel so good. I thought I might be afraid, you know, <laughs> or lonely. 
But I say, never mind, even if I be afraid or lonely, I still must go, <laughs> just to see. And then nothing. It feels so good. I, I couldn't stay long enough. But then, I don't know, the police came and make a lot of noise and asked a lot of questions, and I think I better go, you know. Mm. So that's how I had to leave. Huh? They don't mean anything, you know. They just wonder why. <laughs> of course, nah? what am I doing in here, you know, <laughs> for example, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I can't believe it. So anyway, and suppose I continue to stay there. Yeah, after the police are questioned, everything will be okay. And suppose I continue to stay there. I bring others, you know. <laughs> Look, there's a woman who sits alone in there. <laughs> and she eats vegetarian, maybe something, you know. Let's go and check out. <laughs> or maybe we should bring her some chicken. <laughs> she didn't have any food there. <laughs> Give her some chicken. <laughs> and she's so small, maybe she needs some chicken to grow up or something like that. You know, who knows? And there will be no end, and then people will come, and then it become like Mao again, you know. <laughs> Every weekend <laughs> they come there. It was a nice surrounding also. I really love those times, you know, when I was in Himalaya alone, or when I was kind of almost recently, a few years ago, stay in a cave. That was a good time, good time. But I don't advise you to go there, huh? I don't know if you can. Huh? You can if you try, if you want to. But you have to reach almost certain stage in order to to be able to bear that. Yeah? Okay? Yeah. Yesterday we were also talking about Moses, eh? Yeah. Even Moses in his state, in his state of enlightenment, he still doubts God. Believe it or not? Yeah? Yeah. Because he was feeling sorry for the the guy, eh? Who couldn't even drink water before he, he died. And he was so very, uh, seemed suffering. You understand me? Mm. But he doesn't know that before he came, that lovers of God was very contented, yeah, with whatever he has and whatever the state he's in, until somebody come and wake him out of his probably tranquility, you know, out of the state of mind where you don't even feel the body sensation or the insect or anything like that. Uh, probably this guy has been sitting there for a long time, oblivious of anything surrounding him because he was in communion with heaven. Hmm? And then suddenly this guy came along, you know, want to prostrate to him or ask him questions and all that. Then he wakes himself out of samadhi, and that's how he feels thirsty. Yeah. Just a habit of the mind, you know, wishing something to drink. Yeah, because he came back then to the mind, not inside samadhi anymore. And that's how it happened. Remember the story also, another story about Moses. When he, people asked him to, to command some water for them, and he, he put the stakes in, he beat the rock and said, I command you to give water. He thought he could do it because he, he did it before, you know because God had helped him many times. So he thought, it's him who do it. He hit the stone with a stick and said, I command you to give water, and water didn't come out. <laughs> and said, what happened then? What happened after that? Anybody knows? All the Christian faithful? Tell me. How do I remember? I'm not even a Christian. I'm supposed to be a Buddhist now. <laughs> Tell me. Hmm? Three times. Three times? And then what happened? The water... Hmm? The water comes out afterward, yeah. Because after it didn't come out, he prayed to God. 
<laughs> he didn't dare to say, I command you anymore. <laughs> Is that correct? Yeah, because the, the first one, you know, and later he prayed and then he has faith again and then the water comes out. Otherwise, the first one is enough, you know, why three times, huh? <laughs> You're a Christian, yeah? Yeah, at least you remember something. Shame on all of you. Shame, shame, shame. If God heard about this, <laughs> that his devotees know nothing about this story, he would feel very, you know, you know, he would feel frustrated, no? What kind of children who don't know nothing about the Father, yeah? Okay, cool. Never mind. She said because he has doubt, you know? Yeah, so it didn't come out. So later it comes out. At least it comes out of the water. That's the main point, right? <laughs> who care? Who care who made it come out? <laughs> yesterday we also talked about the renunciation, right? The story yesterday also reminds us, just like today, huh? Yeah. People are doubtful when they come back into the state of mind instead of state of heaven. Yeah? When they come back out of samadhi, out into this, this physical world again, and the habit of the mind begins to control them again. Like the guy who has been sitting there, oblivious of all the insects and mosquitoes, anything that bites in him, yeah, oblivious that he has no more clothes, uh, because he, he sits too long, that his clothes has become tattered. You understand me? Yeah. Uh, and despite all that suffering, yeah, of the elements, yeah, wind and rain, whatever, he wasn't aware, yeah, and even all the insects c- crawling around him, he wasn't aware. That means he was in Samadhi, no? Do you understand? Even if you sit here in Paris Center, if the insect crawl allow you, would you just let it be? I don't think so. <laughs> you will come up and shake it all loose, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't you be not aware? Maybe not. Maybe you're so big saint, you're not aware. <laughs> you're not aware at all. <laughs> yeah, you were in Samadhi, supposed to, but whenever I just walk out, even tiptoe, and you open your eyes and clapping. <laughs> not supposed to clap at all. The state of Moses like that. So, um, because Moses was feeling like he was the only devotee of God, you know, most often. There are many other stories, uh, not many, but some story illustrates that Moses, at some stage of his spiritual practice, felt proud, you know, like he's attaining God's favor. Because God spoke to him, yeah, he saw God and uh, blah, 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 and he could even uh, manifest a snack out of his stick, oh, blah, 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 wow, what's a big deal? <laughs> so he was feeling proud somehow, you know. So now and again, God showed him a, a better devotee. Yeah. There's another story I told you the other day, a long time ago. I think I, I told tell you a story about God also showed him another guy, showed him another lover of God, which is better than Moses, and he was very doubtful. Yeah. But then at the end, he believed. <laughs> and this time again, God showed him another devotee of God. But that guy also, <laughs> at the final moment, uh, turned against his believing God. Not turns against, but he forgot. He forgot that God would take care of him anyway. Uh, don't bother about asking another person for drink. He need not ask, and the, the drink will come somehow, or maybe rain or something like that. 
But I don't think I don't think that is the highest God, though. Nah, maybe God of second, third level, or something like that. The God Almighty, He's very understanding. You know, if you ask for a glass of water, He wouldn't write it down and say, <laughs> "Yesterday you forgot me for two seconds." <laughs> I think He's very loving. Yeah and very forgiving yeah, and understanding. The state that the human have to endure here, you know, to live is horrible, no? <laughs> Even if God comes down here, I don't know how long He lasts. <laughs> well, He probably lasts long. <laughs> but it's a lot of suffering, you know, like look at Jesus, Buddha, huh? Even in their, in their uh, very highly developed spiritual attainment, they still had to suffer, eh? A physical, mental and psychological, because the people, the non believer keep pursuing him everywhere he goes, everywhere he went. And also harassing his disciples, yeah? Same with uh, Prophet Mohammed, same with the Sikh Guru, same with the Buddha, same with other Hindu master or Muslim master. They have always been uh, harassed, yeah, persecuted, uh, and killed and molested in many different ways. Because this world is half hell, I tell you. <laughs> so, so in case if it's a God Almighty, I don't think He would hold a grudge against a guy who just asked for, you know, a drink of water like that. Yeah. But I think it's not about the. I don't think he died because of that. But what uh, the God in here meant is that uh, perhaps if he just sits a little longer, huh, undisturbed, and don't even think of water, then he's still in the state of samadhi, and he wouldn't have died like that, huh? not out of thirst anyway. yeah. Because somebody came and then he suddenly realized, oh, somebody can go get me some water since he worshipped me so much. <laughs> because God has sent Moses there. And then Moses, because of God's recommendation that this guy is a highly developed spiritual person, so he came probably with the utmost reverence, yeah, attitude, and uh, probably bowed to him and you know worship him and praises him a lot. So this guy suddenly feel, okay, go get me some water, you know. <laughs> then that's how you disconnect it. It's not about the glass of water. I think it's about the ego that came up because of all the reverence that Moses has paid to this man, suddenly awakened his ego some percentage, even very small percentage of ego. Huh? Let's still disconnect him with God and with the meditation, meditative state that he was in. That perhaps, yeah, make him subject again to life and death. And he could have prolonged probably his life. Not that it's necessary to live long, but just if he prolonged his life, then he would have attained higher uh, level of consciousness ne? during his lifetime. And then probably drink later, yeah, when he's out of samadhi, when he's naturally out of samadhi, something like that. But he has to rely on a glass of water. <laughs> Uh, maybe just attitude also, you know? 
like, okay, here come a devotee of mine. You know, look, I'm so holy that somebody came all uh, this way to see me, and even God tell him to come to see me. That's why he's in trouble. You capish? I don't think God even the lower God would hold a grudge against a guy <laughs> who just want to have some water. Yes, but it wasn't. Perhaps it wasn't natural. You see what I mean? The way he he asked for water. Perhaps he wasn't humble. Yeah. Suddenly somebody come after all this time. He sit alone. Somebody come and bow to him, prostrate to him, and sings all the praises. Oh God, even tell me to come here to seek you. So he became proud. Yeah. Maybe that's what I think. I guess. <laughs> it's difficult not to be proud in that situation, no? Don't you think? Can you put yourself into the shoes of that guy if he has any shoes? <laughs> I doubt it if he had any shoes, but just in case he has. Can you? Do you understand? Yeah. Okay, now, I remember the story. Yesterday the journalist asked again how it happened, and yeah, everybody knows already that I was uh, having a retreat, you know? in the mountain where they put the ash of the dead body, yeah? In a temple, in a mountain temple where they put the dead ash, yeah? Uh, people in the Orient, they believe that if you burn the body of the deceased and put the ash in a temple, every day the soul will hear the, the sound of the sutra, you know, the, the uh, Buddhist scripture, and then they will be liberated. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In that case, you're here one time enough, why need to hear every day, you know? <laughs> Can't be that powerful. <laughs> so they make sure they put them in there forever and pay money monthly or give donation to the temple so that the monks every day, because every day in the temple the monks recite the different Buddhist sutra, you know, Buddhist scripture. Yeah, that's their practice. The monks do that. Instead of a live discourse of a Buddha, they recite the Buddha's uh, Talk a long, long time ago, huh? Two thousand something years ago, yeah. And re- they recite it every day, and that's the thing that will liberate them and enlighten them. Okay, that's how they do it. So the soul of the deceased probably hear it every day. They think the soul stay in the ash anyway, <laughs> and they hear the hear the, the the sutra every day, so it get liberated. Maybe the ash will be liberated one day. You know when. <laughs> When something blow it up and then scatter all over, but I don't know if the soul get liberated from that. Well, I I don't know really. I'm not asked, so I could not tell <laughs> yet. But if the soul ever retain in those ashes, then I would feel very sorry for whatever the soul that is. Yeah, stay in that little how is it little ch- urn? Yeah, every day scoop up in there and have to listen to the monk. Cock, 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 kang, kang. And they not only reciting, they put the wooden fish, you know. They beat the wooden fish every day. Bong, 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 bong. They recite together with it, like you, you, you sing with music. <laughs> <laughs> and also, now and again, they also beat on the gong, you know, the bell. And they go, cock, 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 bong, cock, 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 bong. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. Maybe the soul is so fed up, he'll be liberated by himself. <laughs> I would get, I would try to get free in, in that case myself. I wouldn't be able to prepare it. 
Yeah, that's a good idea. Probably that's <laughs> that works. Yeah, anybody would feel scared, you know, get fed up, <laughs> you know, shocked, you know, so get liberated, no? <laughs> just just like when you have a hiccup, huh? Somebody say if if somebody shock you out of it, no? Then you will stop hiccup. I tried on my dog; it works. <laughs> The other day, you know, the other day, the big big dog, Zolo, you know, before I came here a few days ago, uh, Zolo had a hiccup. You know? I don't know why he had a hiccup. <laughs> I was worried about him. I give him water because they say if you have water, you drink straight for, you count to nine, don't breathe, then your hiccup also gone, you know. But he doesn't drink. What am I to do? I just drink, Zolo, please drink some. It's good for your hiccup. And he just said, <laughs> he turned away from the water. <laughs> I was so worried. I start screaming, you know, and I tell him all kind of stuff. <laughs> and then he was looking at me like this. What have I done? Like you know. And then his his cup just stopped that. <laughs> but some of one of my uh, one of the disciples who lived nearby, you know, he was worried. He come running to me, Master, what's wrong? What's wrong? Because I was talking very loud to Solo. <laughs> I scream at him, you know, <laughs> and I, I use a cushion to beat his bottom. <laughs> and he was so shocked. The dog was so shocked. Who was looking at me? <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> but his his come stop immediately. So I said to him, Zolo, I'm sorry, but I cure your hiccup, no? <laughs> and I said to the... The, your brother said, oh, don't worry, no, I'm just trying to be a doctor here, you know. <laughs> He's probably thinking, what kind of doctor is so loud like that? Also, I explained to him, you know, I heard people say that if you shock somebody out of of, uh, of his mind, and the hiccup will be gone. So I just tried it with Zolo, and it worked. He said, ah, good, good, master, bravo. <laughs> yeah, it's a true story, huh? <laughs> My God, what do I all have to be in my house? You have no idea. <laughs> doctor, hiccup doctor. <laughs> That's also have uh, happened to me. Nah? I was uh, retreat for three months. Huh? I was almost at the end of the retreat, and then one day it is raining and thunder outside, and a, a group of people, you know, four, five, six people come in and then say, the Kuan Yin Bodhisattva inside tell them to come there and learn meditation, blah, blah, blah. Yeah? But I don't remember feeling proud at all. I feel a little surprised. And then I said to them, go home first and then <laughs> be vegetarian or something and come back, something like that, yeah. But I didn't ask them for water, though, no. <laughs> I, I have water next to me. <laughs> I didn't ask for anything. Luckily, I have water <laughs> from the tap. <laughs> so that, that uh, he, he could not trap me anything. He could not blame me for anything, yeah. I even told them have to be vegetarian. <laughs> I, I said that uh, I'm still on retreat, you know. I'm still in the retreat. Uh, I have not ended my retreat yet, so maybe, maybe they come back later, another time. Yeah, but they have to try to see if they can be vegetarian first, something like that. Yeah. At that time, I didn't intend to teach anybody, you know. So I say, if they can be vegetarian, then maybe I teach them. Why not? Nah. Eh? If not, then okay. That's good even. <laughs> Many times I tried to escape. <laughs> Didn't want to teach people so much. But then uh, after three, four, five times, yeah, I'm just discovered by 
everybody. <laughs> you know, even in the temple in New York also, people also come. A bunch of chocolate people, yeah, they <laughs> come and also knock at the temple, say, yeah, they're in the master term to come here. So I asked them nonsense, how you know? <laughs> and they said, we didn't even know the address, you know? They just keep guiding us here, and it takes a long time to find you. And uh, they say, go and, fi- go and find Master G. So I name no Master G, no. <laughs> and, but actually, Ching Hai, you know, they couldn't hear it well, so I said, Master Ching. Chi, chi, <laughs> because mostly the the people associate Chinese with qi gong, you know, chi, <laughs> the chi, you know, <laughs> the chi. So they so call call for five master chi. I said that's not enough. I'm not even named master chi, but chi in India mean great, yeah, great master actually. You know, they call you master chi, chi also chi, j i, a chi like Baba chi, yeah, mean great Baba, Swami chi, a great Swami, yeah, Maharaji. Great king. The chi means great. That's it. Just a respected word. So probably uh, Master Chi is mean like that, yeah? And then I say, no, 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 there's no Master Chi here. You mean the abbot? His name is not even Chi or anything near it. No, no. No, no. In the vision, is a small uh, nun, yeah? Mm, lady, not, not man, not abbot. It's you. Look like you. <laughs> Must be you. I said, why Why did he say something like that? I'm not a master here. I'm just, a, you know, an attendant of the master, you know, of the abbot. Yeah, I'm just cleaning toilet. <laughs> you know, cleaning toilet and floor and cooking stuff, you know. Feeding the ghost morning and evening. That's all I do. <laughs> In the Buddhist temple, they feed the ghost. There is a mantra you can recite in the morning and evening together with the liturgy. And you recite sutra and mantra and then some mantra for the ghost and then you do a special gesture, like a mudra, they call it, yeah? And then you sprinkle water and rice all over the direction. These are for the ghost to eat, for hungry ghosts, supposed to. Yeah. No wonder there's so many ghosts in the temple. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and I live alone there, you know. <laughs> they don't come to my room, of course, but they're around in the temple. Well, if you allow them to come and call them every day, of course they come, no? <laughs> so, <laughs> the temple is not full of Buddha, they're full of ghosts. <laughs> Later on, and they they even, okay, I say that I don't buy it, you know. <laughs> Maybe somebody play joke on you. <laughs> then later they even describe my habit. You know, what time I get up for meditation and what I do in the temple. And it's very intimate, you know what I mean? Nobody knows what I do, you know. I mean, in my room, yeah? Not even the abbot or anybody live there knows, yeah. So I, I say, okay, okay, that's very good. Okay, come back, vegetarian, <laughs> and come back. And that's how, you know, I get discovered one place after another, even in India already, before I, I wasn't even... Intending or anything, I was just walking around the Ganges, you know, yeah, I meditate here and there, but in my room, yeah, in a mud house, yeah, I did not uh, even get in touch with anybody. I have no friends, no yogi friends, nobody, and I just went to buy a book and some vegetable, and that's how they tell me, oh, you are the Buddha, you must give me meditation technique, blah blah blah, because they they can can see some of them are seers, you know, the Indian, they can see. 
So I had to have one disciple in India before I left India. <laughs> Believe it or not. If I don't leave, I would have more. He said he will bring family and friends. I said, no, 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 I'm going away. <laughs> then go to Ta- uh, uh, Taiwan and get discovered in Taiwan. Then go to New York, also discover in New York. So And then I went back to India and I get dragged back to Taiwan again. You know. So I said, okay, never mind. Uh, let's do it. <laughs> That's how it started. Eh? Mm. But I have told you already, my job is not to be a master you know, of this kind. Yes, so, so if I'm taking you up, it's just by the way, huh? don't complain. Huh? I do what I can only, okay? In my spare time. Huh? <laughs> my real job is very busy. Yeah, okay? So now and again we had retreat. That's okay already, eh? Any complain? No. <laughs> yes or no? Good answer. <laughs> Correct answer. <laughs> So Moses has no business to go around and bugging people like this, no? Huh? If he believe in God, he just meditate anywhere. What for going around and nosing other other lovers' business? Yeah. If this guy is a lover of God, let him be. <laughs> if you come there interfere, then maybe he's not lover anymore. Just like a couple, you know, they love each other and come a new woman coming or a new man, you know. Then it's a steering problem, no? And then they might break up the two lovers. And they mess it up. And sometimes, not necessarily that the woman or the man love the third person. It just may be a temptation for the moments, you know? And then they break up the real love relationship. Do you understand that? You know that, right? You know it happened, right? Yes. And sometimes you really love a woman, no? Nah? I just say a man, okay? Really love your wife. And then you married and all that, have children and all that. And then suddenly another woman come in, yeah, and try to kind of uh, seduce you or charm you, just maybe for fun, or maybe she likes you. And then because it's <laughs> handy, <laughs> convenient, you fall into the trap. And then your wife found out, or then you become you know, unhappy, the marriage becomes very rocky, yeah? And then you, your wife left you. And then suddenly you realize you already love your wife, you don't really love this woman, yeah? Maybe just a fancy few days or something, and you feel very, very sorry. No? It happened, right? Or at least in the movies I saw. Mm. <laughs> and or the wife also very suffering because she loves her husband. Eh? Just because of that woman coming and she became doubtful of his love. Eh? And then it be, they separated. So something like that. Mm. So I think it's a similar here in this story. I think Moses is very no- <laughs> was very nosy. <laughs> he went... <laughs> he went... This is a... This is the second story I know about where he went to see another guy, lovers of God. What's business of him to do that? <laughs> if he loves God, he just sits somewhere where he stay put, meditate, no? Huh? Well, why go and nose into somebody else's love and then break him up like that? Huh? So if I were really that God in there, I would just tell Moses off, or kick him out, <laughs> instead of... Punishing the poor guy, you know, who were charmed by a few moments of, of uh, a flitting splendor of arrogance. You understand me? Yeah, poor guy. It's all Moses' fault. Don't you think? <laughs> oh, you're laughing. Tell me, yes or no? <laughs> if Moses hasn't come there, the poor man or the good, beautiful man would have stayed continued in meditation and would have not <laughs> to die so suddenly like that. 
yeah? Because all the insects, all the mosquitoes biting him and all the crawling things on his body, he wasn't even aware. How would he be aware of a, a thirst? You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, Moses come and wake him up, you know, maybe give him a massage or something or take away the animals. <laughs> and then he begin to realize, oh, this guy is very good for me. I can use of him. <laughs> it's really, this is not a very good thing to have somebody come and disturb you like that, nah? while you're in communion with God. That's the reason also I tell you to meditate alone, no? Mm-hmm. That's the reason why the Bible mentioned that. Pray in the closet, yeah? Be you not like the heathen, you know, that proclaim their prayers and love for God very loudly on the street <laughs> or in the market, yeah? Uh, be you a discreet prayers. Pray in the closet in secret, then God the Father will know it and reward you openly. Remember that? Yeah, that's what it is. And what guy most should know better? And this kind of God also allows you to. <laughs> I'm sorry, this God also allows you. Knowing Moses is a very nosy kind of guy, why send him to disturb the poor, poor pure lover like that? My God, that's just only one sip of water and God criticized him. So, for my opinion, I don't think this is a high God, no? Right? Even I wouldn't scold you if you ask your brother bring you a glass of water because he fancy you. <laughs> okay. So the conclusion is we know now. Eh? We keep our devotion secret. We keep our real love secret. Once everybody knows it or anybody knows it, they might try to destroy it. By accident also, yeah, by clumsiness and by over-driven reverence to us. And we'll be in doom. Huh? Gone up too quickly, easily, and then don't know how to keep it. It's easy for me to take all of you to the fifth flame. But I let you earn it. I let you used to with trial and tribulation and also how to keep your ego down. Yes. I could even take you up with the ego and all, <laughs> but it's no good for you. <laughs> it won't last, okay? See? See what I mean? So you should earn it, yeah. And go one step at a time, baby steps, yeah? Today, uh, second, tomorrow, sir, <laughs> next day, four, then the uh, day after, fifth. <laughs> so easy, no? <laughs> no, it's not like that. But with the Master Grace, you can do it, no problem. Yes, no problem. Even from tree turning to human can do. Not to talk about taking you up to the fifth level. Nah? If fifth level is what you want, fifth level is what you will get. You can run away from it. Don't worry. Sooner or later. Okay? Yeah, you're welcome. You. And even if you ask for two glasses of water, I won't say anything. <laughs> I'll give you three. <laughs> See, that's why over here I tend to buy everything. Buy a lot of water, <laughs> a lot of fruit, a lot of food, so you don't have to ask anybody. <laughs> and a lot of karma, I don't have to take account on that. Yeah. It's very difficult to keep our mind steadfast in one concentration on God. Né? But you do your best, and God would appreciate it, no? Given the circumstances we are in, né? the misery around us and the difficult survival situation here, huh? God would understand, no? Any God would understand. That's why I told you, you have to get above this guy. 
above this, uh, you know, accountant God. <laughs> He's surely an accountant. Just one little thing like that, he take note and he say, "That's it. <laughs> you cannot go up to." <laughs> and that guy have to come back again and start it all over again. Probably sit until the bottom falls off, and he still take account. Last life, you take the glass of water for most. Past <laughs> karma, you know, past life karma. <laughs> it won't erase it. Ah, oh, God, I'm telling you, it must be the jealous God, you know, the second God. Yeah. In the Bible, there are many accounts of different way God spoke to human, and any time you see something similar like that, then we must know that the second level of God. Yeah. Even then, you know, even if this guy forsake all the water and don't drink and seeing mostly not seeing, still he hasn't got nowhere yet. You see what I mean? He's still in the in the grip of the second in the karma God. Yeah, you can see that. Not only he didn't uh, provide any water for him. Yeah, he let him even feel the bang of thirst and then have to ask somebody and then take account for it. Do you understand a lot of karma? He's very, very strict. The second level God. He created human, and he borrowed the soul <laughs> and the power from God Almighty. But he borrowed it, and he creates human out of mud. I mean dirt. I mean the material things. And then he claim ownership. That's why if we want to come up, take time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> because the the second level did not create anyone from the third level upward, so he cannot claim any. Uh, a credit on that he cannot control anybody, but the one he created from the second level down he can. He think is his citizen, his children. Yeah, therefore that's why this. You know, I don't want to go deep into the level of Bible, <sighs> but it's like that. Any anyone is created from second level is bound to be controlled by the second level God, the Lord of Karma. Okay. Just now we talk about this guy who forsake everything, even until his, you know, his body is feeling no more of the insect bite and sickness and things like that, and that means he's a great renunciate. Yeah, he forsake everything to go there to meditate. You see what I mean? Like a monk, yeah. Even then, just one little drink of water. So that means he has not really had a master. Yeah, and the God that he has spoken to. Is not a higher level of God, or to Moses at that time, yeah. Because if Moses has attained great enlightenment at that time already, then he wouldn't have go and ask for any other level, any better than me, and blah blah blah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So renunciation, as the way we see it in this world, like monkhood and all that, is not sufficient. That we can tell, hey, by all the. I mean, evidence that we have in the Old Testament, in the old, old stories of uh, practitioners, it's not enough. Even if you don't believe me, you read all this story, and then you know. Just like, um, just like the people who follow Moses, yeah, he, they forsake everything they left behind in Egypt to follow him, just taking very simple things because they cannot take everything, you know. <laughs> they only have camels, and they have to walk on foot also, and they have to run quick. Because the, the army of Egypt's king was chasing after them, so they cannot like take the uh, big trunk of gold or whatever they have with them. No, I don't think so. I think they will just run out. Yeah, <laughs> whatever they take, it's just a very small bag, and children have to carry even. So in that case, they really 
forsook everything to follow Moses. But it's not enough, you see, because they probably didn't practice well. So when Moses turned his back to go meditate for a few months, they all fall apart and worship a goat, goat statue instead. You see what I mean? So renunciation, not guarantee anything, not guarantee that you are a highly developed spiritual person, no? You see that or not? Yeah, that's the point. Okay, so now it boiled out to that. You just stay where you are, accept what you have, yeah, and do what you can. Understand me? Yeah, of course. Renunciation in that sense makes no difference. Yeah, only renunciation truly in spirit. Yeah, like okay, you really want to dedicate your life. Yeah, to do something for God to help mankind. Yeah, not just forsake all your house, your room, and then go and demand another better room in my house. <laughs> this is not it. That's not it. Like the story I told you before already. Yeah. Some people come to my house and have to go down because of water. Don't want to stay in my, that room that I give. Ah, oh, just a little test that cannot <laughs> pass. Not to talk about greater things. Very easy to, to fall, yeah? Mm. Sometimes you expect too much from yourself and you can't fulfill it because the mind will hinder you. The habit, the karma will stop you from doing what you want to do. Yeah. But you can try again, of course. It's no harm to try, yeah? Always try for better and better all the time. But you have to know well that your purpose is really sincere. Yeah? That's really, you renounce it in your heart, not just in your mouth. Because these are, there are many people like that, just talk big and <laughs> don't do anything. And when it comes to the test, they fail miserably. Luckily, I don't demand anything from you guys, or else I don't know how many will still stay in the room. <laughs> in those times, one religion get the upper hand and harass the others. This is normal the case. Yeah, I think we still have a little nowadays. Yeah, if not religion, then ideology or whatever. Yeah, or vice versa. Yeah, but uh, that was you know in the past. I think they're getting better now. According to the news we heard, yeah, they try to get together and understand each other thanks to the SMTV. Yeah. <laughs> We're trying to promote peace and understanding between different culture and religions, <laughs> because I cannot convert them all into Kwaninism, you know. <laughs> so I let them. I have to let them know that there are peace among people. Just let people be. Yeah. If you're Muslim, why not? If you're Christian, why not? You worship the same God, no? I hope. <laughs> I hope they know the same God. <laughs> if not, there's no point in. In believing anything, right? If you believe in each, in every corner of the universe, there's one different God. Then I think I think we'll fight forever. No, hmm? luckily I think they realize they all worship the same God. Eh? And since they worship the same God, they should be brothers and sisters. Eh? No matter what name of of the God they attach to, that God is the same. Allah just means God. Eh? That's it. You can say Allah or you can say God, who cares? Huh? God doesn't care. Why do they care? <laughs> if your father doesn't care what you call him, why do you care? Huh? Why do you have to force your brother or sister call our father with a different name, with the name that you like and not the name he likes? Yeah? Um, maybe your brother call your father Papa, yeah? <laughs> and the other brother call him Papi. 
Yeah. And you want to call him father, so what the heck? <laughs> call what you like, right? This is a ridiculousness of human. I mean, maybe love makes blind, huh? They love God too much, they are blind or what? No excuse, huh? No excuse. So finally, human has to realize that they love the one and only God and get about the business of knowing, respecting, and loving each other. They are living each other alone. That will be peace in the world then. But I think, I feel peace is nearer than ever, right? Or not? Do you feel? Yes? Yeah. Just a small fraction here and there, but it's no big deal, right? Okay. The more fraction here and there, they have business karma, <laughs> karmic, uh, how you say, business to do with each other, give and take, yeah? So maybe after that, it'll be fine, yeah. But the human have to be vegetarian. That's the best. That will calm everything down. That will bring peace much, much closer and last longer. And of course, it's, it's the best to protect the planet. The first step to protect this planet is vegetarianism, veganism. Yeah. <laughs> and then everything else also, eh? plant trees, sustainable energy, prayer. Yeah. Okay. Unless you have any question or not. Any question? About something you don't understand about spiritual practice, or something you don't understand about the past master's spiritual practice, but you don't ask no petty questions anymore. And I'm very grateful for that. Yeah, I'm happy. I think I'm not that enlightened. I'm, I've been having this concerning the ego. Yes. If I want to go with all my might to the fifth level, then this must be my ego too, isn't it? No. no. Because I think if I still wish for something, then this must be the ego. Oh, then don't wish, honey. Just, <laughs> just stay here. <laughs> no, but this is my wish. But, but, but uh, since I've been wishing for that for so, oh. so forcefully, I think this, maybe this is the ego. It's too much ego. No, 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 it's not. It's just, just your longing. Okay. There's a two different things, longing and selfish uh, want. You see what I mean? Hmm. If you long for a fifth level, what's wrong with that? <laughs> yeah? There's nothing wrong with that. You, you're just missing the other end. Huh? Yeah. You miss your lover and you want desperately to go there. That's love. It's okay. Okay, thank you. Don't worry. <laughs> Even if it's your ego who wants it, it's a good ego. <laughs> yeah, what to do, man? Everybody wants to go home, no? Hmm? So if you want it desperately, or you want it very little desperately, it's also the same. Some people are homesick, you know, a long time, and they miss the home so much, they really want to go as soon as possible. And some just came out of the house not long ago, and still uh, tarry around because they still like the, oh, I see that uh, supermarket, I haven't seen it. Oh, the flower, I want to smell a little bit, you know, because they just came out of the house or something like that. You capish? Yeah. And some has been too long away from home and they just been beaten up by <laughs> whatever bad experience in life and they just want to go home. I'm tired. I just want to go home. That's it. You know? It's, it's not ego. Don't worry, okay? Yeah. Thank you. All right, you're welcome. Anyone else? Good question. Good question. Good ego. <laughs> Good boy. <laughs> yes. I would like to ask why on SMTV it's Be Vegan on the fourth spot, and on the first uh, spot is when it's a quiz on SMTV. Come from where? 
You French, German? Uh, Slovenia. Slovenia, difficult to speak English. <laughs> okay. On, on SMTV is a quiz. Oh, urgent yes. question. And, yes. Uh, B wagon is on the fourth. Uh, B wagon is on the fourth. On the fourth, yes. But about the car is on the first. Oh, okay. And you said that it must be B wagon on the first. So I, uh-huh. I. Uh, oh, we could do that. That's what I thought. Also, <laughs> yes. To be vegan on the first, yeah, is also okay. Yeah, can do also, yes. But I go step by step, you know. I make it easy first for them. Otherwise, if I say vegan on the first, they don't even look at the other four. <laughs> Car, okay, I can change, so why not? Okay, and one, and then three, oh, we can plan. Eh, no big deal. You see, what they, that's what they're doing all the time now. <laughs> at least something. You understand me? Yes. If you say vegan... First, <laughs> and they don't even want to listen. I don't look at the other one. You see, alternative. Even pray, I put at the last. See what I mean? Because I say, if all else fell, <laughs> you gotta pray. <laughs> That's the only thing you can do. <laughs> at least when they pray, if the world kaput, they go to heaven. Do you understand me? At least they remember God in their daily life, and the time, so they get into habit to remember God the time they die. Yeah, so that's the last solution. Do you understand me? <laughs> and now everybody running around changing sustainable energy. You know, hybrid car and planting trees. And they're listening. My God, even you, so difficult to teach you how to talk about outside people, tell them vegan. <laughs> Immediately. I wish I could. That's what I thought too. Yesterday, I, in fact, I was thinking about that, you know. I should be vegan, you know, vegetarian on the first list, yeah. But, well, you know how the humans are, yeah? It's easy for them to do first, you know? Uh, First they go kindergarten, no? And then primary school. Mm? And then high school and college, ne? And if all else fell, (laughs) pray. (laughs) Because I worry maybe they don't even do any of them. So I say, okay, you read that, you don't want to do it? The, The second one, don't want to do it? Third, don't want? Vegan don't want that? Pray, please. <laughs> you know, people say, run for your life. I say, pray for your life, no? I mean, we don't take death seriously, so we don't care, you know? If they don't do all these, okay, then pray, please, you know? Or what else? Huh? Good question. Intelligent. Next one. Yeah. It's good you ask questions so other brother and sister also understand what they think, they think but they don't ask, you see? It's cool. Next one. In Belgium, we just recently with the Vegetarian Society, the Flemish one. It's called Ethical Vegetarian Alternative. Yes. We recently started um, a new campaign, which is called uh, Thursday Veggie Day. Uh-huh. So we try to encourage people to at least one day a week yes, yes. be vegetarian I, I and eat that. vegetarian. Yeah, very good. I saw that on the news too, yes. Very good. Yeah, they put it on the news. Yeah? I didn't see One it, day yeah. vegetarian day yeah, in Belgium. Yeah. yeah. Continue with that. One day, yeah. and then later, two days, three days, four days, five days, six days, seven days. Why not? Uh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in the newspaper, they asked the question if people wanted to be vegetarian for two days a weekend. Yes. Almost over 30% said yes. Wonderful. So, See that? So. Yeah. The newspaper, the media should engage themselves more. Yesterday in the, in the conference for the dog book, yeah, Broken My Life book, I say that the media is very, very important. They should engage in this and spread the news and, you know, tell the people. 
Well, my God, we had a lot of work to do, you know. Bless other Zen master who say there's nothing to do under the sun. <laughs> May he rest in peace. <laughs> he rests in peace and we have to do the work. <laughs> it's true for him, there's nothing to do. It's true, you know. Like uh, many times I told you, I feel I have nothing to do anymore, of course, but for others people, we have to do, no? Yeah. Okay, any others? Cool opinion, <laughs> question, answer? Oh, another one, yeah. The musician, yes. Hello, Master. Um, yesterday you spoke about the White Brotherhood. Yes. And in a certain scripture, it is said that they reside in Shambhala, in the desert of uh, Gobi. Mm-hmm. And I would like to know uh, the truth about this. Is it, uh, is it true? Is it really a spiritual center there for the planet? No, no, no. <laughs> they reside anywhere. They don't have to reside in the desert. Yeah. But maybe at some point at that time, at the time when it is spoken, the brotherhood, some of the brotherhood probably reside in there. Yeah. Just like remember in the story of Yogananda, Babaji uh, reside in the mountain in in the Himalaya. Yes. But they don't have a fixed abode, yeah? They're free. They travel all over the universe. Okay? <laughs> Another question. Yeah. Uh, it's about uh, money. You know the, the person, prophet? Money? Money. Yeah, money higher. It was a prophet in, in Iran. Yeah. And uh, I discovered that uh, all his disciples were uh, vegetarian. And they, they also were very attentive to animals, like they, they kept something in when they walked, you know, they walked a lot in their mouths not to eat insects and all this. Mm-hmm. They wear the mask? Yeah, they, oh, yeah. they wear a mask. And also, um, Mani was using uh, the teachings of the Buddha when he was in China, mm-hmm. and also the teaching of Jesus when he was more in Europe. So I, I wanted to know if he was actually really a master in initiating people. Of course. Of course. Where is he now? <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Uh, if it's good, you make a, sh- a documentary out of him and we can show it. Yeah, I, because I was very touched by his teaching. Yeah, and you his better do. Make a documentary. Because he was very attacked and he, yeah. he wrote more than 20 books. Oh, that's good. And that's everything good. was burned. And, that's good. Yeah. Burned all? Yeah, he was very attacked. Like, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. maniac, we say in French, and all this comes from uh, the his dis, uh, okay, people okay. that attacked him. Oh, God, horrible. Mm. Of course, I told you all the master before has been persecuted, no? Okay. Now, can you uh, make some documents about him as much as you can, and then we can show it on TV? Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, we do all the time, a different master, you see that? Mm-hmm. I'm sure he's a great master, too. I don't need to ask me for what he teach. You know that. Actually, what I want to ask if it was you because it's very. <laughs> no, because he was. No, I'm it wasn't. Okay. Yes, thank you. Okay, thank you. Master. It wasn't, but he was a great master. Thank you, master. Yeah, a good master, a real master. Yes, like fifth level. Yeah. Okay, okay thank you. I'm sure. I'm sure he was very greatly enlightened. Mm-hmm. You know, you can tell by the way he teach. You know. <laughs> Yeah? Yes, it was very universal yes. for, for yes. that time. Then it's good and uh, loving animals and all that. That's mm. correct. Yeah. Okay. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks for so much. Information. Make a show. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Make I have a, a lot of material about, about him. Write about it. If you cannot write, ask some good writer to write, and then we will show it on TV. Fantastic. I'll do it myself. Thank you. Please, please do more research for 
about any great master, okay? Sometimes a master not very famous, and he left very little teaching, or maybe he has been so much harassed that his teaching has not much left over. If you know about it, please write a documentary about it, okay? Or ask somebody who can write, you know, a good writer, write it with some uh, picture or anything, then we can show it on our TV for the people's education, yeah? As a documentary. We do that all the time now, okay? So one by one we introduce different masters of different ages. Yeah. Very good. Good guy. <laughs> Next one. Are you, any more questions? I can't ask so much questions, but I think it's okay. No, go, come on. Go ahead. I don't mind. Yeah, okay. Um, well, I don't know if you can answer to this question. It's kind oh? of personal. Well, I don't know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> no, it's just... <laughs> no, that's not... not, not okay, that's okay, not what I meant. Yeah. You said you was a master before before in India, and uh, well, I I feel great affinity with you. Yes. And the only master I really felt very uh, like very attracted to it, a master that that died now a long time ago is uh, Saint Kirpal Singh. Oh. And yes, I I wanted to to know if you well, what do you think about about yeah, him? Yeah, he's a great guy, but I'm the master of Kirpal Singh. Okay. <laughs> a babachi. Okay. Baba Sawan Singh. Ah, you you were Baba Sawan Singh. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But uh, Kupa Singh, very very much beloved to Sawan Singh. Yeah, 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 they were. They are connected very well. Ah, He's okay. the master of Kupa Singh. Ah, thank you so much. It was very important for me to know this. Yeah. Oh, I'm so happy that you said that. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> Why is that? I'm not even the master that you are attached to. <laughs> Yeah, no, but it's this uh, connection. this connection, this the lineage. Same lineage huh? Yeah, okay. for me, maybe I don't know. Very okay. important. Yeah. Okay. Some of the pictures I took before, you know, I look very much like an Indian guy. I look very much like him. But it's true that you have the same eyes that someone seeing. Yeah. It's not, not the right, eyes; it's yeah. the energy. Yeah. yeah, not right now very much, but some of the picture very much like Indian. I don't have it here. I saw some of the photos. Suddenly, they caught some glimpses. You know, mm-hmm. look very much like Indian. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he has similar eyes a little bit. <laughs> yeah. When I when I saw yesterday for the first time, I felt you know this this energy coming here, the uh-huh. same kind of energy I felt when I look at the photos of well, of, of Baba Swan Singh and Kirpan. Oh, Baba Swan Singh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Any more questions, honey? I don't mind. No, that that's right. Why that. you think I couldn't answer you? Well, maybe maybe not allowed. I Why don't not? Know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's my mind. Between us, we can say anything. Yeah, anyway, it's difficult to prove these things. But some of the disciples, Indian disciples, they saw it. And even the people, when I was nobody, you know, uh, in New York, the one that uh, I gave initiation, the one that um, came and tell me that uh, Master G, yeah, they saw, uh, they saw the revelation that I was Babaji, that I and Babaji are one. <laughs> it's even written officially at that time. You know, from one letter I sent to to the other ashram, <laughs> and recently some of uh, the Indian also saw that. Also, they saw this revelation. Uh, not very much secret, actually. Just not not everybody see it. So I don't know how to prove it. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah, and also past is past already. You know, we don't have to. <sighs> if I make a list, and <laughs> I'd be all over. You know. <laughs> okay. You know. Um, the method is one thing. For example, the Kwan Yin method is one thing, but the master power is another thing. Huh? Master level also different thing, huh? 
Yeah. Sometimes uh, some master inherit the, the lineage because his father or because there's no one else, because the master chose him, but it's not necessary that that master is a higher level. Yeah? So sometimes things are mi- uh, mixing a little bit. Hmm? Okay? And also, like, Christian come to another country, it's a little different. Uh, Buddhism came to Tibetan, it's become different. You see what I mean? Yeah. yeah. They included more deities and <laughs> more tradition, rituals, you know, just to blend in with the, I guess, with the local custom, hmm? so that they can survive or they can slowly bring them into the real Buddhism of that time. Yeah. Just like now, the sister asked, why car first, you know? Why vegetarian on the fourth? <laughs> Just like that. Hmm? Okay, easy, yeah? Like I tell everybody, okay, vegetarian 10 days, 15 days a month, and convenient method. But it's not my real teaching, is it? To ease some of people into it, yeah? You understand? That's why they're not allowed to come here for a retreat. You understand me? The convenient method people, okay, I can help them and it's good. I can help them also and I can help the animals also. Better than nothing, 10 days a month is save a lot of animals. <laughs> if I cannot force them to eat whole vegetarian, I cannot. But it's good already that I agree to 10, 10 days per month at random, you know? I do what I can. You see what I mean that? Yeah. So sometimes the master teach a pranayana, okay, or whatever else, it's just okay. Hmm? It's not the main point. Yeah? You know, I ask it also because uh, as a singer, sometimes interesting, it's interesting for me to... A singer? singer. <laughs> oh, I see. Did you practice pranayama? Uh, no, I stopped practicing pranayama. Okay. Do you feel worse? Do you prefer to continue with pranayama? Then you can no. do it. No. No, not just sometimes, just before the performance, it helps, helps to calm down. Okay, then you do it. If it helps you, then you do it, just for you. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. Um, in a, there was a moment I was practicing uh, Kriya Yoga, but not for very long. Kriya Yoga. Oh, you did? Yeah, before. And you before. know it's similar, huh? Yeah, I know. Then it's why totally did you come? Because me. it's better, you're better. <laughs> oh, you know. <laughs> that's good, uh, that's good. I don't and then, know, so. Yeah. And in Kriya Yoga, they included pranayama, right? Yeah, they prepare <coughs> the yeah. the body for the meditation with the. And they recite the five names too. No, they don't you have see? the five names. Okay. Yeah. A little different. Yeah. yeah, that's why they need the uh, the breathing. Ah, okay. Yes, yeah. the five names is safer. Okay, I understand. Yeah. The five names is safer. It uh, expels all the negative away. Nothing is better than the power of God. No. Even small God. Yeah? Because they're all connected, you know? So you call the names is to ask for their protection, to clear the way, yeah? And the body will listen. God first, <laughs> body come after. So no matter how you clean your body, if God is not cooperated, it's still in the body stuff, yeah? Mm-hmm. So I just choose this one. I told you I've been everywhere, but... I choose what the best, okay? Yes, we know. I have no doubt about this. It's yes. just a curiosity it's because you said that Babaji is also very... Yeah, well, he... Look at what kind of disciple he teach. He has to even burn their arm <laughs> <laughs> to clean their karma. He even had a Mecca lie relay in the cold Himalaya winter for 10 days. Couldn't even move his body. He was dead for 10 days. 
He even has to manifest a palace in order to initiate him. How much work he has to do just for one disciple. And the other guy who wants to come learn with him, and he said, if you don't accept me, he didn't want to accept. And he said, if you don't accept me, I jump to death. And Baba said, jump. And he did jump. (laughs) (laughs) And he did die. And Baba just to revive him and teach him. Should I do that to any of you guys just to clean your karma? (laughs) (laughs) See, Baba Ji, huh? And the most powerful Babaji that everyone talks about. How much he has to do for just a couple of lousy disciples? And how much I have here? Lousy ones. <laughs> you get it? I get it. You get my point? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yes. So he has to do many things. Tell them to clean this and that and others as well, yeah? Yeah, actually this is the explanation that they gave themselves. Exactly. They give like that? Yeah, they give exactly. What did they say? Well, that they do the pranayama to, to protect and to purify. Yes, 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 yes. But if it's uh, initiated by Babaji and he told like that, then it works. But if anybody else will say like that, then it's no good. So if somebody else just overheard you saying that and go home and do that, it's no good, is it? Mm-hmm. Yes. You understand me? It's not just a method. It's a master. It's a Babaji who imparts his power, who empowers that method. That's why it works. Yeah? To some other people, they make them crazy or, you know... Well, actually, if I want to do it, sometimes I, I can do it. Yeah, you can, but it's just not necessary. Yeah. Yeah. You just recite the five names and concentrate. It's just your habit that you, mm-hmm. you want to do that. But if you want, it's fine. Uh, you breathe a little bit, yeah? When you, you exercise a little, then you breathe deeply, yeah? And then you clean up just the garbage stuff, <laughs> element stuff, and the five names clean anything. Understand me? Because suppose you are sick or something, you can't even walk, you can't even breathe. Your consciousness still recites the five names. Your subconscious still recites the five names. In your dream, in your sleep, in your accident, in your coma, you still have it to protect you. That's why I don't want you to rely on any breathing technique to clean you, but the God power. Within this five realm, within this world, universe, the five gods is the most powerful. No one can beat them. You understand me? So they are to protect you, yeah? But, of course, you have to be introduced, you know, by master power, yeah, of course. Then it's uh, effective for you. You get it now? Mm. Because in the breath, in the sleep, you can't breathe Priya. I want you to continuously meditate in any state of your mind. When you sleep, yeah, when you're tired, when you're exhausted, when you're unaware of your breathing, when you're in coma, when you're accident, anywhere at all, you recite the five names all the time within your conscious or subconscious then, and it will always protect you. See what I mean? Yeah, that's why we don't rely on any material thing or ephemeral method. Yeah. But uh, I know all that also, yes? Also, <laughs> mostly you should lay down, yeah? yeah? And then you breathe it into the lower chakra, like the solar plexus, for example, and then slowly you push it up all the way up there. Yeah, and then you come out. Oh, why bother? Just stay from here. <laughs> start, start from there, eh? Mm. But it's good for singers sometimes because a the singer they do this, right? They push all the chi to the stomach so they can they can sing better. They sing from the stomach. They don't sing from the chest. Is that what correct? I, I learned singing a little while, a little bit. So. <laughs> I know just a little bit. I don't know why I learned singing. <laughs> I told you the story about my opera teacher, huh? 
<laughs> she told me my my chest is too flat. <laughs> I can't be an opera singer. I think I can be, huh? Uh, Victoria, Victoria, <laughs> Victoria. I did not even prepare. <laughs> I can last very long. I don't need a big chest. <laughs> My chest is okay. <laughs> I'm just joking with you. What I mean is that's the reason why you, you like the breathing technique, because you, you are into it. You are with the singing profession. They even tell you that anyway, right, yes. in the beginning. That's why I just wanted to understand, because yes, of course. for the pupils, if I teach singing, yeah. to understand what happens. Yeah, if they, if they just learn to sing, then that's all you have to teach them. If that helps them, you know. Mm. Uh, but for me, <laughs> I don't do anything. I can just sing. <laughs> it depends on if my voice okay, my physical body okay or not. Of course, also, eh? Mm. But I don't breathe or anything before I sing. I didn't even know that I'm going to sing. For example, just pick up the book and sing. Yeah, that's the, that's the best. Yeah, I don't know if it's the best or not, but it's not like polished or prepared or rehearsed in advance. No, all the songs I sing are not rehearsed at all. I just pick it up, sing right away. So sometimes I change one or two words because I, I look at the next one, oh, it doesn't go, so I change it quick. <laughs> I don't even know the end of the, the sentence yet. And then when it comes to almost at the end, I say, oh, no, it doesn't go, you have to change it. And I change it. That's why sometimes my songs, I, the word at the end of some sentence are different from the word in the, in the book because I have to change it so the melody will go. Mm-hmm. You see, according to what I'm singing, if I keep like that, it it, it go dead. <laughs> see what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the the music will not cling in there, because sometimes you know the word is written, it's not according to the melody. It's just a translation. Even some some even just a translation. So I did not even read it before beforehand. Perhaps I read it before. You know, but I don't have it in my memory. Like the end of the the, the sentence would be like that. So I just sing and sing, da 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 da. Oh, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> then I have to change the word, you know, change the word so that the tone will be according to what I am, what the flow of the stream of music. You see what I mean? For example, some of the song, like for example, we say, "I want to love you," and if we say, uh, I you want to love, then it's no good, you know? <laughs> so I have to change it uh, upside down, inside out, or change the word, change similar word or any word that match that sentence, but match the melody that I'm going at. You see what I mean? So I do it instantaneously. I did not rehearse. That's why some of the songs are not as professional as you think, but it's original, and this is all you get. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do it again. That's what it is. <laughs> you see what I mean? After I sing something, and if... They say, oh, Master, can we have it and we want to make, produce it? So, and then I say, okay, but it's not as, uh, you know, it's not, um, how you say, prepared, yeah? It's just spontaneously. And they say, okay, then maybe you change the way, you know, make it better. I say, no, this is all you get. Take it or leave it. <laughs> I'm not going to, to redo it again just to make it perfect or more professional or polished. You know, I don't care. That's the original piece. Whatever you get, that's original. <laughs> you understand? Like some song, like uh, a Chinese song. Remember, I just told you also a Chinese song. 
当他在你的耳旁。哎，我上次 ，when the supreme master in Chinese 呢、yeah? ，one of my attendant、uh, dare me to sing it directly <laughs> from the translation, which I did not even read. <laughs> you know, the the Chinese I could not read. <laughs> I did not read. I know the Vietnamese and the English as I made, but the Chinese I did not see it. So she told me, if you can sing that, then you are super. <laughs> I say, okay, let's try it. And I say, but you have to read the Chinese for me while I'm singing it. She read first, and I'm sing. You know, like she read one sentence. You see what I mean? Or three words, and then I sing, just like that. She read one sentence. Then, when she read Then I sing right away, and she read the next one. But sometimes I had to change quickly. <laughs> you see, because he read it immediately. I can't read Chinese. You guys know that. Yeah, I can't read. I can speak, but I cannot read Chinese. I did not learn the Chinese. I did learn, but I don't know all of them. So she read, "Dang ta jai ni di er pang," and I said, "Dang ta jai ni di er pang." And then she read the next sentence, "Jai ni di er pang," and then she read, "Jing jing chang." And then ching ching chang, and then I change it to three, two, three times in order to to create a piece of music right there, because the translation is dang ta jai ni di er pang ching ching chang, and ching ching chang. That's it. Ah, ah, that time, but I sing differently. You see, I change, I make it two, three repeat, so that the the music will be flowing and smooth. So I go like. Dang ta jai ni di er pang, jai ni di er pang, jing jing chang, jing jing chang. Na shou jong kai tian di, na shou jong kai tian di, jin shi ke. Ni zui hui liao jie. You see, I say na shou. I repeat again, just to create the music. But I didn't know anything about that in advance. I did not create the music in advance. I did not know the sentence in advance. I didn't know how it ends, how it begins. <laughs> She just read one sentence. I had to sing right away, on the spot. And I have many witnesses. You know, the musician as well. He just followed me. <laughs> so we both had to create it on the spot. Out of the nowhere, you understand me? Yeah. I did not care about the Chinese translation. I just know at that time the song was new anyway, and somebody just translated and bring it in fresh. I did not even check or I did not even read nothing in advance. The first time I ever heard the sentence, it then there, <laughs> and then I have to sing it right away. And it was okay, no? Did you hear that song, Wu Shang Shi? Yeah. In Chinese, no? Yeah. So that is it. That is the 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 spontaneous creation, yeah. And the musician was good too, you know. <laughs> He said, "How we do that, master?" I said, "I don't care. You just do." <laughs> yes. So he knows it also. The musician is still alive, you know. Yeah. So we have witness, you know. And many of the song I sing afterward, the Vietnamese song, are just spontaneous also. Even though nobody pushed me to do it, but I did it. But at least I can read, you know. But that Chinese was really <laughs> impromptu. She really forced me into it. I said, I can't even read Chinese how I sing it. She said, I will read it for you. <laughs> And as she read one sentence, I sing one sentence. 
And can you imagine? I don't know the sentence in advance, but I know the music will have to do in certain way. So I, I repeat it. Either I repeat it, or I, uh, I repeat in the middle, or I repeat half a sentence, or I repeat the whole sentence. And then the music just comes out. Huh? Amazing. What? Amazing. I didn't think much about it, but... Uh, but it was uh, like a safari, you know, <laughs> going to the unknown, eh? Yeah, it's inspiration from, from above. Yeah, it's just fun, just fun. And after that, uh, and the music also, okay, <laughs> yes. I don't have time to rehearse all that stuff, you know. <laughs> Either I sing it or not. Otherwise, if I have to think about rehearsal or go to the studio, oh, God, no, I will not do it. <laughs> One time they say, okay, master, you know, we better go into the studio. I sing all the song already, and as I say, you better go into the studio and redo it, you know, with the, with the box. You know? <laughs> the studio is better and more melodious and everything. I did try to go into the studio, but when I went there, I went dead, you know. I can't even do anything. <laughs> I'm just gone. I don't feel inspired. I see all the equipment, big, <laughs> uh, you know, different... Layers of equipment, hundreds of buttons, <laughs> and the box right in front of me, staring at me, and the microphone, and everybody stand outside of the glass looking at me. <laughs> exactly. Outside of the box, outside of the studio, you know, they close the door, I go outside and look at Master, they're waiting, you know? Everybody, and I say, oh, forget it again. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't rehearse and then rehearse again and again and then sing. I cannot do it. Huh? I don't know if I need it, but I just can't. <laughs> you know, it feels so limited, intimidated. You cut off the inspiration, you know. I guess I could do it after a thousand times of practice, you know. But uh, it put you off, you know. And you can sing the note, but maybe no expression. And for me, I feel like that, yeah. You know how I sing these last songs? Uh, the Shade of Time, and uh, what else? Night Dream and all that stuff. Oh, night dream. Yeah, the guy set up a microphone, set up the video in front of me, connect with television. <laughs> I look at myself, I look at the book, and I just sing. <laughs> yeah, and they are around, of course, but I say, go in the rooms, don't listen, don't look. <laughs> okay, tell, tell us about some more about your singing technique. <laughs> <laughs> Well, not, not, not a lot of things to say no? about singing technique. Yeah, how you teach people. Maybe well, you can learn a couple of <laughs> tricks. I don't know. It's very interesting, but <laughs> why not? Yeah, I did learn. I did study singing. You know. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! With the opera singer, no? Mm-hmm. Yeah, opera singing—it's not very natural. No. A way of of singing. No. Well, it is, but it pushes the instrument to its limit because of course you have to cross the orchestra you have to what you have to cross the orchestra without microphone because they do it without yes, microphone they do it with a microphone no. that's opera you know mm, big, then big. the opera right yeah yeah opera that's mm-hmm. why you need a powerful chest <laughs> a lot of chi inside yeah? mm-hmm. a lot of kriya inside huh <laughs> yeah i i'm amazed at those opera mm-hmm. singers too so powerful mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So did you did you use microphone anymore now? No. No, no. You just sing without her. Huh? Yeah. Live, huh? Yeah. Well, wow. sometimes when it's in open 
yeah, open yeah. space. Yeah, they yeah, they yeah. have to to use a microphone, but it's yes. just to sonorize. Yes, I understand. Yeah. Can you imagine that? Sing without any help, oh, with the music, of course, eh? mm. The music light in the background, huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm very amazed at those opera singer. You know, they have to practice like eight hours a day. Yeah, yeah to get piece. the muscles. Yeah. Yes, yeah. But they practice with the music, of course. Yeah, but when they sing, they sing alone. So powerful voice, eh? Recently, well, recently we lost one of the best, eh? Yeah, pa- Pavarotti. Yeah. Yeah, I was very sad too. Can you imagine singing without anything? Well, I do that sometimes alone in the bathroom. No, <laughs> 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 I'm also amazing. <laughs> How come you sing better in the bathroom? Tell me. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. I do it also. <laughs> Why is that? It's just it's the, the resonance. Oh, I the think so. Oh, it's so beautiful. In the bathroom, try to sing it. <laughs> Very nice voice. And you'll be in love with your voice. Yes. No? Did you try? Yes. Nice, eh? So one of my attendants said, then why don't you just sing in the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> and we record it in there. <laughs> you think it will be good? Hmm? Even sing in the bathroom and, and put a microphone in there? Recording? You think it will be good at all? Or it, it, the echo will be yeah, too, too much? Too much echo. Too much yeah. echo. But how come when you sing alone, it's, you it's don't It's good sing? to go in a church. Yeah? Church. In yeah. a church, yes. It's made for it or? Generally in church is beautiful. Not all of them. But, uh, yeah. Where do you live? I live in London. Mm, okay. And where do you sing? Do you have a studio or? Well, for the moment, I, I sing most of the time at, at school. Yeah. Do they have a, have a place for you to sing, or you have to need microphone, or just no? No, no, we we sing. What kind of school? Uh, it's Guildhall School of Music in, oh, okay. in London. Yeah. You sing in there? Do you yes. teach or what? No, no, I I'm a student there. You student? Mm-hmm. I thought you said you teach singing. No, no, uh, maybe in the future I will. Oh, later, yeah. yes, yes, okay, okay. You still study music? Yes, singing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you already very good? How many more years? I have to do uh, two years. Oh, yes. Yeah, this to end this year and then the the other one. Mm, you're suitable for singing. You have a big chest. <laughs> <laughs> but I've really already done some some shows. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. When I was thirty, just however short that was, you know, the students of that teacher already doing shows. Was this in United States? Or? No, no, it was in Germany, in Munich. Oh, yeah. yeah, they're very good. Then. I don't know. In Germany. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They have some big music school in there. Yes, yes, it's the, the, the best one in Germany. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, music, music also there. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't go there. I went to a private mm-hmm. teacher. And she's so powerful, big. <laughs> she said, you must be like me. <laughs> Wagnerian singer. They sing Wagner in Germany, so they, yes, yes, they yes. think that everybody has to be She's Italian, you know? Huh? Like Italian mama? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a lot of spaghetti and pizza. <laughs> she developed. She's very powerful. She's small, eh? Small, like my size. But she's about three sizes on the other side. <laughs> and she said, "Wow! If you have to want to be an opera singer, you gotta be like me." <laughs> and I was thinking of my future career. You know, I thought if to be a singer, to be like that, I don't know if I should. I mean, you are normal size, yeah, because you're a big man, yeah. That is- that's a bit the old conception. That, yeah, I don't that know. Yes, it's old-fashioned, though. Yeah, yeah, Madame Butterfly and all those stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she said, you, are, you look at me, you see? And she's really massive, you know? <laughs> but really big chest and big everywhere else. 
and her husband is like a toothpick. <laughs> I don't know why it's always like that. <laughs> Most of the time. To compensate. Yeah, yes, yeah, they compensate. She's short and plump. I don't mean, I really, these are XXL plump. It's not normal plump. And he's tall, very tall, and slim like a tea stick. <laughs> and he's blonde and blue, and she's dark and <laughs> fertilized. <laughs> so big, she's so big. <laughs> yeah, she's, her voice very, very powerful, though, very nice. But I see often like that, you know, there's a com- <laughs> compliment, you know, like a husband, very thin, tall and skinny, and the wife is big. Short, fat, and black, you know. Normally the blonde girl married to a bald and <laughs> fat and short guy, shorter than her. That they will last very long if they're like that. Yeah, if the husband is handsome and slim like her, I don't think they last long. They will not be attracted in the beginning anyway. Yeah, I'm surprised to see other models. I used to do a fashion show, you know, and I know some models. and The girl is so beautiful, <laughs> you know, tall and blonde and... Giselle, you know, baby. And when she introduced to her husband, I almost... <laughs> I almost said, ha you know. <laughs> but after a few... <laughs> after several introductions, I, I got calm. I know already how, what to expect. So before I got introduced to some uh, model family or husband, I already visualized a man is bald, <laughs> you know, brunette and bald, I just a few left, <laughs> but <laughs> brunette. <laughs> if the model is blonde, you know, tall, skinny, or blue, or sometimes not blue eyes, but blonde and tall, then the husband definitely short, fat, big stomach, bald, <laughs> and brunette, <laughs> and older. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Don't you see that or not? Even in outside also. My neighbors and all that, a <laughs> similar category. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we we have fun, eh? Talking about other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any interesting thing to tell us? No, just well, that. I can ask another question, but. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, please. Yeah. Yes. We yeah. are not serious, no. Yeah, come. <laughs> no, it's a bit one. Well, it's not serious, but you know the I read in the SNS um, scriptures. Uh, SNS, yes. Sorry. They were giving a lot of importance to the fact that the angels were manifesting in their uh, among them. Mm. And that the angels sing, mm-hmm. that they didn't uh, stop to sing praises to God. Mm-hmm. And a part of their activities was also to to sing for God with the angels special moments or like they were, you know, I don't know, special days. Yes. And it was very important to them and also that they they were a group of 12, 12 people with, with 12 angels. Oh, this, yeah. okay. And I just wondered, what do you think about about this and uh, the importance of the angels. No, it's okay. The angels, they always sing praise to God anyway. That's mm-hmm. their job, yeah? Okay, and they are with us, okay, and they're not with us. That's okay. They're always with us. Just sometimes you see it, sometimes you don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah? And the angel not necessarily manifest with wing and all that stuff. Okay? Yeah. And maybe they mean it's the, the inner sound, you know? Not the praise, but in the old time they cannot say directly, that's a style meditation. In certain times, they have to meditate it, you know? But they were, they were doing it. On the sound, yes, yes. Of course, 
in those times, you know, if you don't say angel, nobody would understand anything else. Okay? Yeah. And they talk with each other, you know, in a secret tone, secretly, so people outside don't, don't know that what they're doing. And sometimes if people ask what we're doing when we gather together, you know, I can't bother to explain the whole thing. And it's too short, so I say, we pray. <laughs> yeah. And we do pray. Yeah, we sing in praise to God when we meditate together, but we don't do it the way other people do. You capish me? Yeah. We do pray in secret, in the closet, no? <laughs> the way the Bible say that. See, God say you pray in the closet, and God will reward you openly, remember? That is the prayer in the closet. We stay together here, you know? We don't go out on the street or in the church and singing loud or anything like that. We do it quietly, huh? At home also, we do it quietly, no? And not to show it to other people. See what I mean? In those times, they call these songs angel sings, no? Yeah, but for their disciple to understand. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And uh, in some other scripture, like the Buddha says, the south stream, each one has a lot of angels, you know, to protect you. Yeah. <laughs> Just you don't see them. They also don't come and appear all the time to bother you, no? They're not supposed to let you see him, so you don't feel attached to them, or you don't feel distracted. You see, you are not to concentrate on angels; you are concentrate on God. See what I mean? So even if uh, I ask the angel to protect you, they are discreet. See what I mean? To watch over you a little bit, uh, take care of little small things for your life, get smoother and that. But they're not to be distracting you by appearing. You see what I mean? Sometimes your light is very big, the angel also cannot go too near either. You capish or not? Uh, okay. All right. Can they learn with the master? Like uh, come, come to hear a discourse of the no, master? No, no, no. No, they cannot? They are different. They have the job, they're okay. <laughs> angels are meant to serve the practitioners and protect humans and animals, etc. The virtuous one, eh? Mm. Just like the negative force, they have uh, devils going around <laughs> tempting people. Positive power have angels to protect them, yeah? To pull them on the right path. <laughs> the negative pull on the left, they pull on the right. Similar, okay? Mm. But you even have the God of the whole universe to <laughs> protect you also, you know? And different level, you're a different God. And the whole, the whole uh, hierarchy of that level, also protecting, looking out for you. That's why the five God's level name is very important. Hmm? Any more questions? You read a lot. It's good. <laughs> that means you have been searching for a long time, eh? And now you settle down, I hope. <laughs> Any more questions? Interesting. Thank you, Master. That's it? Yeah. No. Here. Uh, go ahead. Hello, Master. Hi. I um, had a few questions. Yes. Stay in my mind, so I... Yes, thank so you. get it okay. out. The first one is one experience only. Yeah? Mm. Is um, Recently, I had... I had um, uh, during many days, I, I had to work with a lot of people, and after after the, the meeting, I felt a bit tired. Mm -hmm. And when I repeated the, the five names, I feel very, like, very... Just after the meeting, very blessed. Mm -hmm. Very, like... Mm -hmm. I, after the meeting, mm -hmm. I repeat silently... I felt very powerful name of, of it, you know, like very l released and, and yes. very, very, very good. So thank you very much for, for this. 
And another, another, uh, one question is: um, in Hungary, you one one sister asks you to be resident, and uh, you say no. Maybe not, not now. May, mm -hmm. Maybe when you overcome your your destiny. Mm -hmm. And um, I was wondering because in in Shihu Shihu retreat after mm -hmm. Rami uh, poetry you you read us. And you say um, some master have um, the destiny to be a um, father and have kids, some mm -hmm. other. And uh, it means uh, not um, all the masters, they can overcome av overcome their, their destiny, mm -hmm. is, is it? The mm -hmm. high-level high, high level master, they don't overcome their destiny or they do? They can if they want to. It's, it's not like if they are high-level master, is automatic they overcome or not? They can overcome they everything, can. Okay. just for the sake of... Humanity, they have to do many things. Mm. You understand me? The master don't even need to be here, not to talk about overcome destiny or not. Yes, but he come here, he has to undergo many uh, happenings, many events in life, yeah? If he didn't have to, if he didn't have disciple, then he don't have to do anything. He did not even have to come to the world, mm. yeah? Even uh, not the very high master even, you understand? Once they're on the fifth level, they don't even have to come here, yeah? But they come for some purpose, yeah? And once you come here, you do anything possible. Even sometimes it doesn't look like befitting a master. They have to do it, yeah. The master um, have to be in tune with humanity as well, you know? Like your child is falling into the swimming pool. Even you don't swim well, you jump in, okay? <laughs> You don't need to go in there. You jump in, you get wet. Get him out. Uh, yes, tell me. Uh, yes, I, I don't catch it too. What does it mean to go over destiny? Oh, I did not say go over destiny. No. Oh, maybe I, I, I say it's not her destiny. Oh, okay. Yes. yes. Yeah? Mm. It's not her destiny to be president. That's why I mm, said. Okay. Even yeah, if yeah. she come in, maybe she has to go out later anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I was wondering about, about the uh, convenient method practitioner. Um, mm? What are you doing with, with, for them for, about the karma? You take them up, liberate them. I, convenient method? Yeah. But okay. not like they can liberate five generations and oh, yeah. all that. It's only that. Uh, so limited. <laughs> limited for themselves and maybe a few. A few that they love or good affinity with them. Hmm? Okay? Mm. Because their car is small. <laughs> <laughs> you have truck. <laughs> <laughs> you have camion, you know? <laughs> you take a lot of people. Yeah. And if you take just a small sedan car, then you take four people. Okay. Overload is never good for anybody, for a driver, for the car. It just stop. <laughs> it won't go. <laughs> Same question with the why vegan number four. No? <laughs> Outside people, they don't have much conception about vegetarian. Yeah. Once they agree with you, okay, change the hybrid car. Yes, yes, that makes sense. Plants and trees, yeah, oxygen, of course. And the third one, was it? Sustainable energy. Yeah, okay. And then, after they do all that, you know, oh, vegetarian, oh, okay, okay, I understand. If the three other works, that is uh, logical. <laughs> the four also will work. <laughs> and if they don't do any of that, <laughs> pray. <laughs> the best is all that, you know, of course, yes. But pray to everybody, they're used to it already. So if they don't do any of those because they're not used to it, they can't accept it, then pray, you know? <laughs> pray for your life, yeah. 
Yeah, what else? Is there any more? Mm, last one. I feel like I don't have many experiences in, during meditation. It's just uh-huh. um, uh, night time. I have uh, quite often dreams about you. Yeah. And uh, morning, I feel always good. I'm huh? very, very blessed by by the um, the dreams. But um, I wonder if during meditation, well, how come it's so so little? Not little. I feel I have work like on a, mm-hmm. a, sl- a slow processor. It's on, on the way. But it's just to feel. Especially when I, I I read the book about the dogs, I feel a bit, a bit ashamed, you know. Like, Why? Because they, they can see a lot. They have connection. They are born like that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but we you, we you have can this. reborn as a dog. Then no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. They came from higher level. See? Yeah. Like they are connected all the time. You know. Yes, I, they uh, are. Yeah. Darling, that's a privilege of being animals. Yeah. They are very connected with the divine. Even the wild swan out there, they are more connected than any of you are. Mm. But you get in there, the privilege of being human is blind, deaf, and dumb. Okay, thank you, Master. Yes, I'm so sorry to say you can't have everything. To be a wild swan there, they know thousand years back and forth, yeah, and we don't know nothing. But they can't be human. They have to eat wild grass to survive. They have to eat the bottom legs, seaweed to survive. They, they have to stay outside in the lake, minus five, minus ten, while you are in electric blanket, electric radiation, radiator, yeah, in uh, protection of the rain, the cold, and the wind. You earn money, you eat what you choose to eat. Do you understand me? Mm. I'm sorry, but not all my dogs can see uh-huh. even that. You see, three dogs can know who I am and see the relation a little bit before, but we are with them. But not all the dogs see that. Yeah? yeah. Some night they had just gone out. Like some night if I want to ask if everybody okay. Suppose, you see, I have a, a house, you know? Mostly they stay, I stay with them. But I have a small house. I prefer to stay alone. So someday I have to go there, stay alone, to meditate more deeper or do some work without disturbance. Then I asked, uh, I have to ask one of the dogs or one of the birds whether everything okay, and I have to ask who is on duty tonight. <laughs> 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 and then sometimes I have to ask small dogs. Sometimes I have a big dog. Ask the big dogs. Sometimes I ask the medium dog. Sometimes I ask the newcomer dog. Sometimes I ask the old dog. The old, not old dog, but the one that has been with me longer time. So it's not like all the dogs I can, they can see everything, you know? Like, remember when I was in Hungary, I told you, the black dogs connected with the goodie, yeah, the black dog, they get on very well. I think they're racist there too. <laughs> goodie get on very well with, uh, with the pomas, the small black dog. So Goody is the one who connects with Pomas and tell Pomas who I am. And then so the, uh, Pomas will tell the others. And that's why they're lining up outside my trailer in the morning to pay respect to me. But Goody did not tell all other dogs. He cannot connect with other dogs. They have to have affinity, you see? So Goody tell the black dog, the black dog tell the other two dogs. <laughs> For example, like that. And sometimes I also have asked this dog about the other dog. Sometimes he's not there, yeah. Like he, uh, his consciousness uh, probably wanders somewhere else, you know, do some other things, invisible stuff. 
Uh, my God. I'm sorry you feel that way, but a dream is also vision in some sort. Actually, in the beginning, I quite struggled about this, but after I, I, I accept it's okay. You, because yeah, yes. many, many times, mm-hmm. practitioners ask you this question, you say uh, dreams are all, also experiences. Yes, it's okay, yes, yes. it's okay. Uh, don't feel ashamed. You're good. You're still there and you practice well. Okay. <laughs> in your situation, yeah. you are doing very well. No, you do what you're doing is fine. It's okay. Yes, okay. Because I, I, sometimes when I, I have, a, I know have translation to that, I really want to do it, and I mm, say, then it's okay, good. yeah, okay. That will earn you also merit. Huh? Mm. Uh, vision is part of it only. Mm-hmm. Okay, vision is part of it. If you feel connected with the divine, that's mm-hmm. fine. It doesn't have to be a vision. Do you feel connected? Yeah. Then it's, it's fine. Okay. It's okay. Each one is connected differently. Yeah. yeah. See? The dog, he doesn't translate, so he has vision. <laughs> no, but it's, it's, it's true because... It, you have a great job. Yeah, mm. you, you, each one has one. So I yes. feel, and I, when, I, when I'm doing the translation, I feel I'm doing the, the job I have to do. It's yes, okay. yes. Yeah, no. And after some translation, you do feel blessed and feel very pleasant. Yeah. More light, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's Somehow true. more happy. And uh, I remember when I, when I do, for instance, um, because for magazine we have uh, we are a bit late, and when I do a lot of magazine, mm-hmm. I've had more and more. And uh, I, when I read, I check the translation, I feel like very touched by the story of one someone, and I, I cry when I yeah. do the magazine. I cry a lot. Actually, that's very good. Yeah, I feel yeah. very. That's a very purifying for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Each one has the way to go mm-hmm. back to God. Mm-hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, my dogs, uh, some of them come from high level, you know. Benny came from fifth level, no? So, you don't feel surprised. That he, you are going there, but he came from there. <laughs> you don't feel surprised, okay? Yes. Thank you, he came just to be with me. Hmm? And, of course, he also blessed the world, yeah, by his presence. He meditates in his own way. <laughs> he keeps order in the house. He's a boss. That's why no, no, no other dog dare argue with him. However big that guy is, he is a boss. Everybody listen to him. They might sometimes quarrel with each other, but never with Benny. Never. You know, he's the first one and the best and the highest. So Benny just tell everybody off, <laughs> however big, you know, and they listen. Yeah. They don't dare talk back at him. Nobody, like, talk back to Benny. Mm-hmm. Okay, what else question? Um, just coming, like this is about... Um on SMTV, there was a program about a, a French lady who could talk to the dog. Yes. The dog. And um, I wonder if um, there will be more... The animals will more and more often play this role, like communicate, remind the human to 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 have a, a more noble life. Mm-hmm. They, they will do like this? Or? They do that all the time. All the, time. the human just, cannot hear nothing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the human will, will understand more and more this... <sighs> The way they live their life, I don't know, honey. Mm. Not because w- when I, after the the program, I I feel very touched by the program, mm. and I start to look at the animals differently. I say, yes, oh, my God, yes. oh, if everyone has a every owners owners of dog I could see this program, maybe they they yes, will, will change a lot. Huh? Uh, we do it again and again. Mm. Yeah, different people. Yes, yeah. um, not just dogs, eh? Yes, yeah. many animals. Uh, trying to remind human, but they can't. Uh, even if, if like the insects or the ant or the worms or the the virus who make you sick, they are the one who remind you too to turn back to God. The transient of life, you know, have to return to your origin. They remind you in different way. 
It's painful way, but if any other way you cannot, then that's the way it is. See what I mean? So all the animals, insects, they are helpers in some way. But humans don't capish. I talk English and they don't even know it. I talk, talk about a dog barking at them, <laughs> how they understand. Yeah? I speak their language, I speak English, I speak Chinese, and not everybody understands what I'm talking about. Hmm? And for you, it's very logical and obvious, but for them, okay, she talk nice, but go home. They go home and do the same way, you know what I mean? So it's okay, we have a big television now. It's good to repeat the same again and again. Maybe one day it will register in their head. <laughs> oh, it does, but then it, uh, it's germinating only, you know, it's just a seed. And do some, some already have seed and germinate, or it just water a little bit and then it grow big, like you guys, yeah? And some are so slow, it's, it's there, but it doesn't germinate even. Hmm? Well, we're trying our best, you know? If everybody would understand animals, then they would never eat them even. Animals understand us, that's the thing. I told you already, the wild swans even understand perfectly what I'm saying. He even says sorry, apologize, and all that. And his wife even tell him off and take all the kids to go somewhere else, leave him alone there. <laughs> He's a partner, you know? Yeah. But he habit, he still do it again, you know. He say he's a god, he has to do it. <laughs> Not really, he doesn't have to, but just a father instinct, you know. He protect his children. When he sees something big like him come near his children or near his territory, he just shoo them away. But he never hurt them, just shoo them. Yeah, It's very interesting. Like he wants to shoo a swan, he just come near, 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 and he stop there. He's going or not? You're going or not? <laughs> and then that guy, if he goes, okay. If he doesn't go, he continues circling around or pushing, you know? But he doesn't hurt that geese at all. And then normally, because he's big and powerful, you know? Bigger than the Canadian geese, so he should come and pop himself up five times bigger. And that guy is scared to death anyway, already gone. <laughs> going away. And they fly together, you know, parallelly, yeah? to make sure that the guy going away, yeah? And he fly with him all the way to the other end of the lake or wherever, just parallel, and then land it together, have a little negotiation, and if the guy is gone, then it's fine, he fly back. He doesn't go near and attack that guy once he flew away. He doesn't go near him, harassing him anymore. He just go parallel, land it parallel, and talk a little bit, then go. He, and or sometimes he shoots just from here to the window, you know, a few meters away. And if that guy goes a few meters away, then he leave him alone. If he come back, he shoot again. Sometimes I feed him, he don't eat, he just keeps shooting everybody. <laughs> he doesn't shoot everybody, he shoots just the big guys. Yeah. And sometimes the ducks, if the ducks are unruly, then he shoots them, but never hurt them, never. I never saw him, like, bite them or anything like that, no. Just shoot them, you know, big powerful wing and <laughs> stressing his neck and the whole body and everything. He's standing on the water, <laughs> you know, like a yogi, standing on water and walk on the water, <laughs> go near them, <laughs> so that his body is more shown, you know, on the water. So going, whoa, even I get scared. <laughs> he becomes very big when he's out of water. When he's in the water, the swan look very small, simple. Not small, but smaller. When they're on land, my God, they're almost as big as I am. <laughs> and, and when they puff themselves up, you know, to scare the enemy, then, oh, look powerful. <laughs> so I, he shoot the, them, and then I, I scold him, and he, he get ashamed too, you know. 
he said sorry and he he lowered his head and he went away. Yeah, say sorry, but next time he do the same. <laughs> it's just automatic reaction, you know. Yeah, but he does understand. He does feel sorry. He does say sorry. <laughs> yeah. What else? Anything else? Just about SMTV, thank you very much for the work you've done for November 16th about new satellite coming. Oh. I feel really, really warm about this, really. Thank, thank you, you very much, Max. Ah, really. yeah. <laughs> ah, you're welcome. It's uh, all you guys also work, you know? Your longing <laughs> and your help in translation, yeah? And doing the show and everything, research. There's a lot of people working in there, you know? Not just the money, huh? Yeah, everybody has good heart and noble ideal to serve humans, to rescue the world, and we do it together, yeah? It's very good that you have uh, have this kind of ideal, you know? Because of you, I'm also pushed to do it. <laughs> if I'm alone, I probably don't think of doing what, yeah? But because of the demand, so there's a supply, yeah? And if uh, financially we can, then why not, yeah? I told you already, I sell anything <laughs> just to support the, the television, yes. Okay, yeah. It's the it's best work, you know, because uh, um, suppose I go around and lecture every day, still can never reach everywhere, you know, and only one or two days and then they go home and forget it. Yeah, but on TV they can read again, see it again, and think again about whether it's okay to... <laughs> to join the club. <laughs> yeah, again and again, it's reminding. And also it vibrates in the air, in the atmosphere of the planet. So it circulates all the positive, you're reminding all the time, and it goes into people's consciousness. Because all of us are, re- are receptive to this kind of frequency anyway. Our brain wave, everything. It's like a radio receiver, you know? Yeah. So it's, that's the way, it's the best way, yeah. Because before we go to lecture and all that, sometimes it costs a lot of money, but it's not much uh, use because after two, three days, if I can be with them every day, they would never change, you see? But I come only two, three days and then have to go to another country and then they get dragged again into the habit or the mainstream of the negative power. And so, so I think this is good. Yes. Better use money on TV than go lecture. <laughs> Also, it's green, you know. I don't have to go on airplane and a lot of pollution for the world, you know. <laughs> so mostly the, now we have video conference and all that. No? It's green, no? We are going green. <laughs> Your dress is green. What, love? Yeah, yeah it's green. <laughs> <laughs> I even use a green pen now to sign. <laughs> I remind everybody to be green. Any more questions or opinion? Yes, go ahead. Continue, don't yeah. worry. Yeah, yeah uh, In uh, December, I go to Brazil, which is a very big country with a little number of initiate. Ah, the Portuguese speaking? Yeah. Okay. And uh, I wondered if I could do an event to yeah, you present, can do anything. To yes, present of your, your teaching. Of course, you can do anything you want. Okay. Yeah. So just to show videos, say something. Yes, of course. You get all the initiate come up and do it together. <laughs> okay, okay. Well yes, yes. They will help you. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay. You, you have my support. Thank you. I just wanted to know if um, we all have other selves. You mentioned the day before yesterday that if you didn't have your two other selves, you Not would be. Not self, uh, extra bodies. Yes. 
um, because of the um, extraordinary amount of karma, you wouldn't mm. be around. Yes. Does that mean that your two other bodies take on a lot of karma then? Um, three other bodies take on a lot of karma? Yeah. Or otherwise, you wouldn't be here, so they yeah. take on a lot of... Do, do, does everybody have other selves? No, you can't create it. Right. <laughs> okay. No, you can't. Yeah. Okay? Yes, I had another question. About you want a shell? Sorry? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just... A Nowadays they do something called... <laughs> Cloning? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's just that once I had a really weird dream, and I Mm. didn't think it was a dream. Tell me. It wasn't a dream, but I dreamt I went through my bed, through Mm. the ground, Mm -hmm. to the very lower level. I thought I was shown my lower selves. Yes. And one of them was um, just a mad woman with very long hair. And when I Mm. looked at her, Mm -hmm. I knew that she was me. understand. And I was wondering why I was shown that. And then later on... A few months later, I was shown another dream, which was seemed to be connected to this dream. Mm. And this mad woman had had got better, had evolved in some way, mm. and she was at a higher level. Mm. And she came and talked to me. I was going somewhere. I was going in a lift, and she mm. suddenly held on to me, and she said, "Take me with you." Mm. And I knew it was the same mad woman, but she wasn't mad anymore. Yeah, she I wasn't understand. like she was before. Yeah. And I just wondered whether that was true or what it is or what it meant is it was it a lower level of me or was it just a past life you evolve from that mad situation into a better situation and now that just want to tell you that you're already higher than even that high woman see what I mean okay Mm. just a past life okay Okay. (laughs) thank you just uh, you see your past life Okay. okay It's not a self, thank God. No, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Okay. You don't need to take on somebody else's karma, so you don't need to have an extra body. Right. I, only I need it. Yes. Okay? All right. I'm doing the job for you. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Anyone else? Oh, any more questions? Thanks very much for the opportunity to ask. I've removed the bed, trying to meditate through the night. Would you recommend to um, try and cut down on sleep as much as possible? Because, like in this retreat, it's possible to go right through without sleep. Okay. And it works. So I just. Well, you do it. sleep, please. When you yeah. sleep, you don't know only <laughs> what I mean. But it's what like I mean an hour, right? It's different. Sorry. Yeah. It, before you sleep, you should concentrate and meditate, and then slowly also lay down in that uh, concentration state. And then all the night is meditation without your mind interfere. That's why sometimes people meditate in daytime, they don't have vision, but at night they dream. They have vision, yeah? A real vision. Uh, like dream-like, but it's real, yeah. So what is it that you want to ask? I don't mean that you should not sleep or anything. Yeah, okay. Do what you can. So well, I shouldn't push too hard and try to not sleep, as it were? Because you'll be too exhausted pushing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but if you can, you just... <laughs> You sleep anyway, whether sitting or laying. You sleep before you even uh, sit down. No. So uh, do what you can, okay? Yes. But at home is more difficult, right? A little, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I'm the only initiated person in the family. Oh, it's more difficult, yes. But try your best, nah? If you need to sleep, then you sleep. But if you can, then for sex, sleep. Are you right. working in daytime as well? Uh, yeah, well, I'm working with my father, so I've got some time for SMTV and I okay. possibly... Uh, to got more time to go there, or uh-huh. I, I asked the question last night. If you yeah, okay, okay. 
Uh, what I mean is, if you work daytime, sometimes tired, it's difficult to go without sleep at night. But you just sit, and if you sleep, you sleep, and if you wake up, you meditate. You see what I mean? You do what you can. Yeah. Great. And you. if you sit, is maybe less difficult to sleep than when you lay down <laughs> comfortable. Right. That's why most of the yogi they sit on the floor, in case they sleep in meditation, they don't bang their head or something, because from the floor you don't fall <laughs> very far, you know. From the bed this far, that's all, okay? Yeah, yeah that's great. Mm. Before I became a master, you know, I just sit all night, you know. I just have a small square blanket to keep me warm and another blanket. Sometimes I don't even have blanket. If I travel, I just use my coat, coat. Yeah, a long coat, and I wear everyone, and I cover, and then I just meditate all night. Yeah, if you can do that, it's good. Yeah. Uh, if you don't have work, you know, and not too stressful work, it's easy to do it. But uh, if you have responsibility, a lot of responsibility and headache, you have to worry about this, about that, then it's a little more difficult because you sit, but your mind is still thinking of what you have to do tomorrow or what had happened today that you have not been able to solve. Yet the problem is still hanging in your head. Then it's a little bit difficult. But you just sit until your mind gets tired, and then you also go into samadhi. Yeah? At least you try. Be the master of your mind. Mm. I know you all try very hard, and I'm very impressed. Honestly, I am. Thanks very much. Yeah, and uh, well, you can only try your best, yeah? The more you meditate, the better. But then we have to discharge our obligation, and that's the problem. You think I have time to meditate all day or night? No, I also have to work a lot. You see, so we are in it together, you know. <laughs> Same boat, no? Yeah. It's just sometimes I feel, oh, God... <laughs> look like all the work come to me, even small things like paying bills. <laughs> already have uh, assigned money everywhere already. Still want to come and make me, you know. Just want me to do it personally, you understand? I hate all this kind of ego. Anyway, that's it. Don't want to talk about that anymore. I really sometimes I really miss the time in the cave and all that, you know, all the Himalaya, carefree, you know. In Himalaya... In India, I uh, sometimes I'm in some ashram, yeah? Then they cook, then I also eat. But I pay for it. But then the food is so lousy. Sometimes he cook the bread, it's like only half cooked, you know? In India, in the Himalayas, sometimes I can't even cook. I just eat whatever I wash in the rain, you know, the vegetable I wash in the rain under the roof. I wash it and I eat it, and no water. And sometimes uh, I eat raw all the time because can't cook. No, no. <laughs> No opportunity to cook. Yeah. And sometimes I have to stay on the roof for six months and just with a coat on my head day and night, you know? At daytime, of course, you go around, also take a bath and go eat or something. But nighttime, I just stay under there on a chair, mm-hmm. on a folding chair, like, with my luggage in front and I put my leg in front of the luggage, on top of the luggage, and I sit on the chair there all day, every night. It just seems like you guys here. Yeah, except daytime, I move around some, you know? And sometimes I meditate, sometimes I move around. You gotta go to eat and bathroom and all that. That's it. Yeah. And but then if I'm not in any ashram at all, then I just eat uh, chapatis, peanut butter, and cucumbers, cucumbers or tomatoes. Yeah. You know those easy and easy to wash. If I eat raw, I eat something like uh, those things is more hygienic. You know what? Uh, the cabbage. Cabbage. cabbage you know? Yeah. Yes. And you peel off all of that, and then then you can even eat raw without much washing. Otherwise, if 
when I'm in the mud house and I cook chapati myself, you know, I have just a small plate, just like a plate, a little deep, yeah, deep stone. like this, so I can cook tea also, yeah. And I just uh, put <laughs> flour pat on it, flour paste on it, um, wholemeal flour and some water, make it into a paste, yes. Dough. And you <laughs> use your hand to, to flatten it and make it round and put the size of the disc and put on it. And I have the three stone to... Like and then they collect some wood, dry wood from the trees, you know, from the tree they find out. And I just cook like that and then put a butter on it, peanut butter, and some cucumber, some of lucky days, cucumber or tomatoes. That's it. Uh, you don't get fat by that, but uh, you survive. <laughs> when I first came out, I was very skinny because of that. No, I didn't eat much. Yeah, but I long for those days. I don't mean the luxury. Or you can always stay in the ashram. It's not true, huh? I walk around, stay in caves, or sometimes stay in the open or on the roof, uh, in front of the, the boat. I can't afford the room inside the boat. <laughs> I just stay um, in the front of the boat. Yeah, it's cheaper, only five rupees per day. Mm-hmm. Five rupees is about how much? Maybe ten cents. Yeah? Nothing, American right? cents, right? Well, Something like that, right? Nothing, yeah. How much is that in uh, Europe then? Uh, ten cents is about like seven cents of euro. Seven it's cents. Like five p or something. Yeah, five rupees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seven cent per night, per day. You know, that's cool, right? Eh? Yeah. So uh, and I put an umbrella. You know, <laughs> I have a sleeping bag cover my whole body and the umbrella just to <laughs> to cover my head so the dew don't come in. And later I can't even afford that. I sell the umbrella too. <laughs> in India they buy anything. I told you already, huh? Yeah. You know that, right? Okay. Uh, so it's not like I live a luxury or anything there, but I, sure. I, I, I'm home, homesick for those days. Because you don't have responsibility. Whatever you eat, you feel good. You don't, you don't yearn for, you don't crave for anything more than just what you eat. Even if I did, I, didn't, I couldn't afford anyway. <laughs> Peanut butter and chapati, that's all I can afford. Now and again, uh, a samosa, you know? They are very good at that time. And now I eat, I feel like uh, eating straw or something. It's not so good. Too much stress. <laughs> okay. Why do I say like that? Ah, just to tell you that because of your situation, you're working, you know? You have to be responsible. Even if you work with your father, but sometimes you have to think of how to help him in a better way and responsible so your job or the business go better. And so you feel stressed a little bit. So at night, even if you... You cannot meditate all night. It's okay, too. But if you want to try, then you sit. You don't lay down, okay? If you want to try, yeah? But sometimes we sit and then we bend and then the neck also feel very painful, yeah? In the Indian, in the old time, there was one saint, he has long hair. Um, (laughs) He put it up and he tied it on the ceiling. (laughs) 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 Like this. Tied with a rope on the ceiling. And so whenever he come down, he cannot, he had to get up. <laughs> good idea. Oh, one of your sisters, you wear the neck, the neck band. Necklace. Is it good? Like for the injuries? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, neck, neck brace. She always wear that. <laughs> and she say, it stop her neck from coming down. Oh, Maybe you can try it. <laughs> yeah. By the way, give me one. <laughs> My friend's a doctor, so I'll order about, what, 500 or something for everyone. <laughs> you, your friend make it? Uh, is a doctor. I know some some of my friends are doctors. Like oh, okay, caffeine. cool, cool. Mm. Maybe I'll try it again. <laughs> yeah, maybe to protect your neck, it might be good, huh? It might be very hot. No, not in France and not in Europe, huh? Yeah, it's okay. 
yeah, maybe you can make some, yeah. Can order, anybody want to order right hand? <laughs> Buy me one to try. Okay. Put it in the center and whenever I come, I get it. Okay? okay? What color? Not gift, I pay. <laughs> I gotta pay for it, no. Okay, just to try if it, it helps anyway, no? You try that, if it helps, you can uh, sit all night and it's okay. It's not an obligation. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's just a, a suggestion. Yeah? Okay. More question? I have a friend, she's a um, Christian pop singer, Christian pop music. Oh, Christian pop music. Yeah, and she brings her CD out in America. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would like to make an interview with her for mm-hmm. SMTV. Is it mm-hmm. okay? Because she's also vegetarian. Good, why not? Yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay, thank yeah. you. Is she famous? Um, she's famous in Christian um, mm-hmm. yeah. um, organization. We do that. Why because not? If she's, she's good... She's very good. She's uh, uh, for America. So okay. every year they um, gather like uh, 30,000 mm-hmm. children okay. together from around the world. Okay, good. If it's good, then they will air it. If it's not good, then not air. Okay. <laughs> okay? Okay, thank you. Well. I was reading that it's better for us to depend on our own uh, spiritual power rather than um, asking for your help or asking for your Both. help. Yeah. Both. Yeah, okay. And um, but I, uh, the ego is an illusion. Yeah. So, who who is this person who has his own spiritual power? I'm a bit confused about. Ego is an illusion. Ego is an illusion. But so who is the who is individual who has his own spiritual power? If you mean the self and the ego? I mean, yeah. Okay. Or ego is just a habit of thinking of the mind. Yeah. Like, I'm great, I'm good, I can do this, I can do that, and I can compete, I'm good. But the person who has much spiritual power, that's not the ego. That's the real self, the pure soul. But the ego is just attached to the body and the mind. And because the soul has to work through the mind, so the mind and the ego <laughs> work together and make an obstruction for the soul. Can we say that the self doesn't work through mind, but through other means? No, cannot. In this world, no. no. Outside this world, yes. Yeah. Okay? Like you, even you have a brain, you have intelligence, you just have to use a hand. Say my intelligence tell me that I need water, and then tell the hand to take the cup and drink it. See? Need the hand. In this world, the soul needs the mind to work, to find information, to do things. If your mind is good, coordinated, then things you do smoothly, yeah? If your mind is attached to glory, fame, and especially the ego tell the mind, yeah, that you are good, you are excellent and all that, and arrogant and proud, then the soul tell the mind what to do, the mind will answer back, say, no, I know differently, Yeah? The soul tells the mind, okay, look, I need to find something to drink. Go in the water and get it. I go in the kitchen and get it. For example, huh? Now the, the, not really, this is not really the I'm just saying, suppose the soul is a person, a master of the body and the mind, and tell the mind to tell the body, go in the kitchen and get something. But the mind has been habitually get the water elsewhere, restaurant. So he just don't go kitchen. He t- take the body to the restaurant. It's further, it's cold, <laughs> costs a lot more money. For example, like that. Okay? okay. Mm. 
Welcome. Anything else? I come from a country, it's uh, Northern Ireland. There aren't very many initiates. Oh, okay. Maybe less than a handful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm considering going, say, for example, SMTV, if that were possible, or somewhere else. But, but is it of greater benefit to stay there and try and spread t- the truth there? Or Good idea. Okay? Make more of your friends. <laughs> if you don't have, then <laughs> give birth to some. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah, do something. Right, Don't just sit there and wait for sure. me, huh? Uh-huh. I'm alone, huh? You do something, okay? You be my hand, huh? <laughs> Is there the possibility uh, in the near future that I follow you? To do what? You're uh, not following me line right now? No, I do. <laughs> uh, I mean, like resident? No. What for? You're working well out there. No need to follow me to do what? <laughs> No need, okay? Yeah. We don't even have a place for residents right now, do we? I just have a very small place and dogs are all over. <laughs> you have no chance to stay anywhere. <laughs> One of uh, the person come and he say, Master, never mind, I can stay with the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> It's not now, okay? We don't know, okay? Not now, but uh, there's no need. You stay outside, you spread my teaching, you do whatever you can. That's better, okay? Follow me around, just nagging me. Even once in a while we have a retreat and some people already want to, to nag me around, not to talk about, stay around me. I can't bear. I cannot bear too many people around because they come different purpose, you know. They just come to bug me. You understand what I mean? Not necessarily that you're near me and then you become more noble. No, you come just to be special and to, can, that you can bug me every day, that you can be so close. And then you can ask anything, anytime you think like that, okay? I'm very busy. <laughs> I keep minimum people around so they take care, help me take care of dogs and pets, clean the house, like that, okay? I don't think you can take care of dogs, I don't think you can take care of birds, I don't think you even can clean the house. <laughs> so there's no job for you. <laughs> If you, you can't even clean the house, then I have to even clean your room. Yeah? Any more questions? Go ahead. Yeah, when you, when you talk about the, the frequencies in the different levels, mm. is that the intensity of, of love? Like intensity. there is uh-huh. of love, like some, some love that is so different from the human love that we cannot... You can say that too, yeah. Just energy, you know? Okay, uh like a microwave, eh? yeah, it's also from electricity, yeah? But uh, it's so intense, you see what I mean, in the microwave oven, that uh, you are advised to wait a few seconds after the microwave stop to put your hand in there, to take your, your foot out. And it's also written somewhere that stay away from microwave radiation, yeah, stay away. You see that? It's useful. <laughs> it's very good for you to warm your foot quick, but... You can't bear it, you see? It's okay for the food, yeah, to warm it up for you, and you can wait a while, and then you can eat it. But if you put your hand in there, you know what I mean? It will harm you. You see that? Yes? Okay. There are things for stuff, yeah? There are things for something. Everything has something. Hmm? And electricity, you know, that is very useful. We need it to warm us, to 
have light and everything, but don't put your hand in the raw wire. You see what I mean? You can't bear it. It will burn you. It kill you. Hmm? Hmm. Same. There are frequencies, differences, in different level of consciousness. No, in the God Kingdom, something that you cannot handle, then stay away from it. Okay. Yeah. But the powerhouse of this highest level is the one who sustains the whole universe. Yeah. Keep it in order. Keep it alive and in shapes. Yeah. And harmonizing it. But it's not something you can handle. Hmm? Can, can I put my question in a different manner? Yeah, sure, sure. And I want to know if, okay. um, is there love in all the levels, or is there something above yeah. love? Yes, yes, of course. Only love. Just different intensity, yeah? And over there you just feel so happy, you know? Just feel loved. It's not like the love here that... Well, put it this way, if you're in love with someone. Hmm? Have you ever been in love? Yes, okay. And when that person loves you back, you feel so nice. Even you're away from that person, you sing in the bathroom, you feel she's loving you. Yeah? Feel very happy. When you're eating, you think of her. When you sleep, you dream about her. And when you do anything, you see anybody look like her, you just feel happy. That's it. That's the love. That's the minimum love of the love of God that you could feel. And can you see how happy it makes you? Hmm? Anybody who fell in love who knows it, right? Okay. Can you imagine? <laughs> Trillion, zillion time of that. You know, it will burn you. Sometimes even just love and longing for the love here already feel very burning, yeah? Can you imagine it burns you more up there? See what I mean? The concentration of that love, okay? But you feel comfortable because you already purified to that level of love on the fifth level, yeah? Yes. Further than that, you have to be part of that. Otherwise, you cannot bear. Yeah. Yeah. Electricity, they can bear themselves. <laughs> yeah? The electricity can bear itself, but we cannot. But we can make use of that electricity. We feel the electricity everywhere. It's invisible, what we know it, through the light, through the camera, through the microwave, everything. Yeah? But don't touch it. <laughs> okay? Yeah. So, the uh, levels of... Uh, Divinity above the fifth level is a powerhouse of the whole universe. Understand me? Yes, the intense powerhouse. So it's not uh, diluted, it's pure. So it's difficult to, <laughs> can't handle it. Yeah. Even electricity, like a big electricity powerhouse or electric pole, you even advise your house to be away from it. You know, some electric pole, big pole, humans are advised to even stay away or your house built farther, because if you live too long nearby, it's something wrong. They say it's no good for you. See what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay, any more questions? Yeah, and your question very intelligent. Very good. Go ahead. No, because I never, how can I say, I don't feel like important the levels. I don't know, it's very abstract for me. Uh-huh. What uh, level? The levels, you know, uh-huh. fifth, four, fifth level, sixth uh-huh. level, for uh-huh. me it's very abstract. Uh-huh. But when you talk about love, I am very... Okay. okay, I understand. Okay, okay. Of course, because, um, well, I can also say that the astral love, second level love, <laughs> third level love. <laughs> yeah, that is the intensity of love, you know, because love is also an energy. That's why when you're in love, you feel so energized, yeah? You feel electrified, yeah? And even when you love her, when you think of her, you feel recharged, you see? 
That's it, the, the love that we're talking about. But it's only a very fraction of the love, love of the universe. You understand me? That's a duplicated. That's a fraction. A very, the last of all, the last copy of the love. <laughs> and still you feel so good like that. Okay? So, if it's more intense, can you bear it? Not really, huh? <laughs> okay? A little portion you feel comfortable, but too much more you cannot. Yeah? For example, even if you're in love with your girl, but you can't be 24 hours together <laughs> all the time, you know? <laughs> it will be too much. Right? Okay. Even human love like that, it should be too much. Or your mother loves you, but you can't bear to be a, around her and hug and love all 24 hours. You see what I mean? Let alone, let alone the, the love of God. Okay? Yeah. Ah, any more questions, guys? This is a suggestion. Um, when we were talking, you were talking about meditation and the master who tied his hair up to, to stop his neck from falling down. And we were saying about something softer. I just had an idea that um, a travel pillow, inverted, mm-hmm. and it's soft, may work. Mm. Um, okay. Just a little. Oh, the, just a the suggestion. Neck, the neck brace. Yeah. yeah, similar. But it's soft. Uh, the travel pillow is a little bit uh, they can, flat. Yeah. You can blow them up to... Make um, it higher? Yeah, whichever you need. Oh, that's cool. But it's bigger than the, the brace is smaller. Yeah. The travel yeah. pillow is bigger, right? You can get them big or small. Might be harder. Yeah. Just hey, whatever idea. good for yeah. you. Whatever good for you. Or just hang your neck up. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't advise any extreme. Do whatever you think um, appropriate for you. Yeah. Then uh, just to keep yourself, you know, straight. Because sometimes if your head bends too long, maybe you feel a little pain or not. Okay. Then just use a neck brace. Yeah. The one people use when somebody has something wrong with the neck. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's just that's a cool idea. Why, why don't we do that? And then in the future, the Qinghaiism have to wear <laughs> the Qinghaiists have to wear the, the part of the religion. <laughs> Qinghaiist, my God, we have rosary, we have scarf, we have headgear, we have uh, oh, turban, <laughs> and now we have. Ne- Neck brace, a new religion. <laughs> Neck braces. <laughs> oh, God. And we have a carpet, you know, praying, prayer mat. Oh, dear God. I'm sure in the future the Qinghai is we wear the neck, neck brace as a must <laughs> to be Qinghai is. So I have to tell right here now, in the future, when I die, stop all that. <laughs> After I die, stop all that. Okay? It's not me who encourage that as a religion. It's not a symbol of enlightenment. It's not a symbol of moral standard. It's not a symbol of my follower, nothing at all. We just use that as necessity. Just like you use your pillow to meditate, or a mat to sit on to meditate. Eh? It's the same, yeah? Lucky the Muslim only have a prayer mat, you know? But you guys have pillow, blanket, <laughs> shawl, uh, what else? Huh? And now a neck brace. <laughs> wow. Okay. The sick they they have uh, hand bracelets, yeah. And silver hand bracelets. Or standing still whatever. And they have a comb. And they have a short. And they have turban. I think five things. To be a sick. I forgot what it is. 
a short trousers, you know, like boxer, <laughs> and uh, bracelets, and a comb. That's three already, huh? Turban is four. Hmm. A what left? A sword. Oh, I don't see any sick wearing that. I think nowadays better not wear it. <laughs> so then the fifth one cannot count. Yeah, that was because they had to fight all the time. Yeah, before, yeah? for self-defense, I guess. Because the six uh, disciples and master has been harassed all the time. Oh, their history is a bloody history. Okay, all right. What else? Suggestion, question, answer. Opinion. We can talk again later. You guys think about what you want to ask, eh? and then we will discuss again. Oh, oh if not, just sleep. Yeah, I mean meditate. <laughs> Next time, I want you to wear this <laughs> at the initiation from new rules. <laughs> Five precepts and an egg press. <laughs> Vegetarian and an egg press. <laughs> And the neck brace has to be green and vegetarian as well. <laughs> okay, guys. See you later. Yeah? We have dinner, okay? Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you for intelligent question. Yeah? Okay. Some are not very intelligent, but it's okay. At least it's not too bad. Yeah? Like Jesus eat fish, for example. <laughs> thank you a lot, huh? You okay, guys? Yes, yes. yes. Bon appetit. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Love you. Love you. <laughs>